Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 20th of February, 2020. This is The Gap, episode 504. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here. And uh, I've got a quick question for you, Job. Sure. When was the last time you have seen The Matrix Reloaded, which is the second film? Or um, the... Probably the day The Matrix Reloaded came out <laughs> in cinema. <laughs> You've seen it once, is that it? Uh, I think so. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, is that the one with the dancing in the caves? Yep. This is what I was going to ask you about. <laughs> this is my question. All right. Um, there's a there's a dance sequence. Mm. Or there's a bunch of dancing in the caves after Morpheus gives like a a giant speech. Yeah. In your recollection, how long did the dance go for? Uh, I think maybe eight to ten minutes. I don't know. It seemed like fucking forever. <laughs> uh no uh like maybe three minutes three minutes yeah like it just went on and on and on it was a whole fucking dance number in the middle that's why i've only seen it once i saw it at a midnight screening and i'm like um i i need to go get i need some more caffeine clearly because they could have cut this movie in half if they removed that bit (laughs) (laughs) when you need to make it when the when the bare minimum cutoff is 88 minutes for a feature length film and you desperately need to fill some time to just run out the clock uh yeah chuck in a three minute fucking dance sequence <clears throat> yeah so I, but it's not even good dancing it's just people jumping up and down like right? stomping like, their yeah. feet yeah why what, what why th- i it, it got halfway through it got to about a minute and i was like huh this is still going. <laughs> what, what were we, we were watching something and there were like some fucking philosophers. Talking. That was the Matrix. That was the original Matrix? We, we got we got a couple of minutes into it. Yeah. And it was the and, worst um, thing of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, with, with like commentary with two philosophers talking about... I, I don't even know. I think we switched it off pretty quick. Because they were incoherent. It was like if you had a... Like, it was as if you got this podcast and dumped it as a commentary track for a fucking un- unrelated movie. Like, if you got, like, fucking, I don't know, Sophie's Choice or something, and you've got Job and fucking Luke swearing their fucking tits off, like, in the background of fucking Sophie's Choice, um, what's her face? Trying to make the fucking tough decisions. Um, who's that chick? Who's that woman? The, you know, the, the woman, the really good actor woman, you know... Meryl Streep. That's the one. You know, she's like there. I'm good she's at this like, game. which one of them? Yeah. Or did you just say that's the one after I said somebody's name? <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Um, geez, it's Sophie's choice. Yeah, and we're, like, and you just fucking. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's it. Uh, um, Job and fucking Luke talking about something in, like unrelated for fucking two hours. Like, that's already this podcast, clearly. But, uh, yeah, like, how fucking G'd up would you be? Like, they could do this. This could be the fucking Matrix Reloaded philosophers fucking... Like, it would be as fucking relevant. Like, I'm sure they talked about some interesting things, but it was just so out of left field. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah, does the I assume you you're rewatching the Matrix films because they're filming outside your fucking apartment or something? No, just I I've got it on 4K and I'd, I'd never watched um, the two and three. Oh, okay. So I just figured I'd watch it. I was looking for something to watch. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's not related because they are filming. The they are yeah at the moment yeah. Um, yeah I uh why haven't you grown your hair out long and going around trying to get like some free stuff as as Keanu it is long I need a haircut um uh, <clears throat> you said this last week yeah the, no they're they're um they are filming around I think I think they're in New Mexico at the moment they're not in San Francisco but right um yeah it's being shot sounds of it primarily in San Francisco they're here for a month and a half or something like that yeah, right. doing stuff right. yeah um, they had like helicopters and things happening a few days back and yeah yeah um, not the one in the podcast you could hear last week that was something different different helicopter oh. <laughs> different helicopter yeah it's all helicopters all the time yeah um yeah anyway, anyway so you decided to rewatch the fucking Matrix movies huh? yeah I, it just got about a minute into this stomping of the feet and mm. I was like okay this is yep this is going and then it got to two minutes I'm like you're they're taking the piss at this stage and then it got to three minutes it's like you're fucking kidding this is insane I was about to get up and start fast forwarding and it ended about five seconds later I was like alright yeah this doesn't need to be in here for this long when you say you were going to get up and mm. start fast forwarding what do you mean by that what do you mean by you were going to get up? What were you going to get up and do? Like, fucking, were you going to punch the television and make it fast forward? No, no, I had to go get up to get the remote because it what was on the table. What did you do? Why would the remote be on the table? You sit down and watch a fucking film and, and what, you fucking yeet the remote across the fucking living room or something? No, no, because I, I, I get my legs up and I put them on the couch and I lay back and then that means I have to get out of position and... <sighs> oh, my That's God. Yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. All right. Um, anyway yeah so what about the rest of the film there's that truck smash is that the one with the truck smash as well or? yeah 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 that one's pretty good yeah uh, it's like it's got good action in it uh. um, people give the oh, I don't I don't remember what it was called the brawl scene um, Bowley brawl is that what it's called I don't know they, the they give it a bit of what's that is it that the staircase scene what's the Burley brawl I need more it's, way yeah, more fucking in the park after Neo meets with Oracle in the park and and then uh, with all the Smiths yeah Agent Smith shows up and then there's like more and more they, they keep fighting right um, there's a bit like where he turns into like Rubber Man and oh, yeah. he looks a bit weird but yeah. for the most part it's still pretty good yeah um, most of that film still holds up for the action yeah I think is that um, is that the one with the staircase fight as well yes yes where all the weapons are on the walls yeah. and they're He's like jumping from right, so like I, the one of the staircases to the ground, and it's the other yeah, staircase. Yeah. He's like doing a flip. Yeah. I remember way more of that movie than I do of three. Then because I yeah. can't. Is that the one where he runs into the train station and then tries to run out again, or is that three? Yeah, that's. I think the very start of three. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. about all I remember. Of three. <laughs> <laughs> Which I the last time I watched that was also a midnight screening of um, the Matrix Three. Um, yeah, yeah. Or it might have been. That might have actually been. I may have watched the second one. That that night, 
because I think there was a movie marathon with all three back. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that might have been the last time I watched it. Maybe I have watched it twice, but again, it was late and I was drunk. So, <clears throat> you know, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, one's still amazing, and then they slowly drop off, and then Animatrix. I watched the Animatrix almost as much as I've watched one. Uh, right. I really, I really like that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. 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 That's about it. That was the Matrix. That's the Matrix <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, should talk about some video games then. Sure. Sure. I don't know where to start though this week. There's a, there's a few new things we've got, but should we talk about some older stuff? Let's talk PUBG. about Archero real quick. Just real oh, quick. Archero. Let me get Archero. I didn't write it down. That's why you're confused. Um, Archero, uh, Arc, Arc Hero, whatever the fuck. It's that mobile game I've been playing. They did an update. I don't know if you're still playing it, but they did an update and uh, added a bunch of fucking new power-ups, and it is a real fucking cr- crotch punch. It's such a right. fucking dick move. Uh, is it because it just dilutes the... Yeah pool of stuff you can get now so now instead of getting an attack boost which is like just a general boost to your attack which is good uh now i get a attack boost if i don't take any damage on a map okay or i get an attack boost during like four or five second period of time every 30 seconds or something like that like the options have been severely diluted and it's it feels kind of shitty um yeah it doesn't really feel like how you're supposed to do that sort of thing they just sort of slammed it all in and now it's even it was already it already felt like your options were to either get lucky with the power-ups or grind your way to a point where you could just smash through whatever right uh like you just sort of eat shit all day and and then move on like you level up your character and he gets more uh, enough hp that that it doesn't matter anymore i bought a character uh not with real money with with uh gems i saved up my gems and i bought the uh the cat magician guy and he fucking cunts he's amazing he wrecks cunts uh he sends out these cats and they do fucking they do more damage i think they're like insta crits or some shit but uh hmm. and they're like tracking their homing and stuff so they're fucking good Anyway, uh, I'm still playing it, but I'm looking for something else as a result of that update. I just don't think it's a it's a good like way to treat players, to be honest. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I worked out how to beat that boss. I was doing that last week, um, the the one that was sort of slowing me down, and now so I got through that stage six, and now seven is literally a boss rush one. Where you just go from boss fight to boss fight. Um, so six was waves. You'd mm-hmm. enter a level and, and get waves, which uh, do a level without getting hit and get an attack bonus as, as a result. is very difficult on the waves one because you effectively have to do five fucking levels without getting hit and you only get one fucking attack bonus. So it's, it's a bit of a dick punch from that perspective. Uh, but the boss rush is even worse for it because I mean you have to beat bosses without being hit Um, and they're designed to you know be a challenge to not get hit I mean most of them you already know all the patterns for like largely it's just reusing bosses from earlier 
and sometimes it doubles up on them. I get stuck on that one on the last hmm. level uh, before the, I believe it's before the final boss or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, like the the second last boss is that boss I was having a problem with uh, on right. on six. It's like the first boss on six is one of those like fucking things that just pops up and spits. Except now it's two, and it's very like the strategy I have for beating him on six is to just uh, you run into the center and you can just shift very slightly uh, and hmm. not eat as much shit. Um, <clears throat> you can even almost not eat any shit. But uh, when there's two of them, it's unbelievably difficult to not eat any shit. Uh, you're definitely going to eat shit. So you, have, you effectively have to go into that last fight at full health and have taken as much damage mitigation as possible, the shields, things, and uh, the random invincibility and stuff like that, and you basically just have to, yeah, accept that you're going to eat shit and try to beat them as fast as humanly possible, which is difficult because they keep fucking disappearing. So, it's, yeah, it's just a really annoying fight. I don't know. I think this, this is going to turn a lot of people off of the game because it just turns it into way more of a grind. And I think that was mm -hmm. their intention, uh, but it just feels shitty, you know. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, right. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Cool. I haven't touched it since last week. I don't, right. I've maybe played it once or twice, but not really into it as much. Um, anyway, uh, let's yeah, let's go with PUBG. PUBG TDM. Sure. Um, because I just jumped into that before we started recording. The, the new patch dropped last night. Yeah. Yep, last night. Um, it's something we talked about, I guess, at length last week when mm. they, they were running on the test server. Um, I hadn't played it at that stage, but um, we had like uh, we had a good discussion about it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you were talking about how, like they've been doing all these changes to the game and it's not really fitting the battle royale sort of philosophy that that is what people bought this game for yeah uh, and we've we've talked about it at length for apparently since the game's come out <laughs> do you guys not call it a refidex down here in new south wales did you call it something uh, else so i was told that refidex was a queensland thing maybe um uh, I can't remember what it's called because it's been literally like yeah. 25 years, Job. <laughs> True. I saw it was just a street directory or some shit. Street uh, directory, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd call it, street directory. I mean, I did look it up to see if it was an American thing. Um, right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I, I feel like people would have gotten the idea by what you were describing. Context. They used context clues, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, we, we, we talked about it last week going from things like, um, Aaron girl slash Miramar and then downsizing these maps in towards something a lot smaller, more than half the size with Sanhok. And then later on, um, this new one, Karakum, which is a two by two map. Uh, and now they've released this, this arcade mode, they're calling it. Um, which is team deathmatch eight versus eight, um, 
and again sort of like diluting the player base by having an, another mode in there um, and, so, and really stepping away from what the core game is and I had a chance to jump in this morning really quickly played two maps and I yeah I don't like it it's um there's just even design choices behind it where I'm like this doesn't make like why is this even in here right <laughs> uh, things like the the spawning system to start with is not good oh it's I would say it's broken at this stage <laughs> which is weird like how many years have, has Call of Duty been around uh yeah like or, or managed to to sort out like spawning systems for for that game, for the most part um i don't know have you played fucking modern Warfare recently <laughs> because i just realized there was another game that i forgot to put on the fucking list we're gonna talk, right. talk about spawning systems we'll get onto that in a little bit but uh yeah good luck. yeah um so in the two games that i played i there were a couple of sections where i died mm. or i killed people that would just next to me that had spawned right um so i guess like, if you are clear out rip off call of duty you may as well go, go all the way basically yeah That's people would just like lit, it's got a moving spawn system so it does rotate around the map but the map is too small yeah because you can you can have people or the maps are too small you can have people spread out there's eight people in your team and because they're not really large-scale maps you can cover most of that area pretty significantly and so you've got people spawning in behind you at times. Like, oh, I've just cleared this area. Um, like, I'll, I start getting shot. I turn around and there's someone shooting at me who wasn't there a minute ago. And I know they they weren't hiding or anything because there's an invulnerability um, when you spawn. You've got about, I don't know, two or three seconds oh, before God. you can actually be shot at. So you're glowing like a yellow, orangey color. Oh. And that means you're invulnerable. And so if I turn around and see someone there, and they're glowing that color. I know they weren't there. They've just spawned in. Yeah. And so that happened to me maybe three times during the four maps that I played. Um, and on top of that, like I saw it happen in front of me like where I would be attacking and see people like spawn in. And at that stage, there's nothing you can really do because they can shoot you. Uh. <laughs> but you can't shoot them. And you're like, well, I'm just standing here now. Cool. Uh, well, I guess I'm dead. So the spawn system is pretty broken at the moment, um, and it's just like a—it's just a constant. There's no, there's—it's just like aimless shooting. Like there's nothing strategic or skillful about it. You just kind of run into a fight, and that's it. Like you kill someone and keep keep running. Like at least games like Call of Duty and stuff like that—they've got. You know, you've got areas you can move to and there's strategy and, and you can keep the momentum going whereas this just feels like you're constantly spinning around in circles looking for people to shoot at because they could be literally anywhere. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, like, the Call of Duty thing is... It's corridors, right? And it's like a, the maps are laid out in, in such a way that there are sight lines and, um, you know, areas you can go through. Like, it's not all just an open space with, with cover for the most part. Like it's an actual map whereas this is from what i've played so far the the maps that i jumped into is just an open area like a section of the map they've cornered off in those maps that you play and that's the battle zone and so like they're just open areas you just shoot at people and so you run around you shoot at someone you spin the other way you shoot someone else like there's no there's nothing to it you're kind of just fighting people around you constantly um so yeah it's just not it's not interesting 
don't know why it's there there's random um crate drops that dropping and they have um like either extra weapons or they'll have extra armor and stuff like that but for the most part it's just there's nothing to really work towards there's nothing to stop someone from just sitting back in a corner somewhere um yeah it's it's not fun well it's not interesting at all at this current state so i don't know what their plans are for it it's like <laughs> yeah i mean i kept my word i fucking uninstalled the game um it's gone for me now um like i'm done with it but like shit man that sounds I'm, I'm almost tempted to fucking jump back in just to see how bad it is like yeah that sounds comically awful um, um like they've done things with a bit of ui elements so there is a like a weapon select or a loadout select where you can choose what weapons you've got and they're kitted weapons as well like they'll have stuff on them like a sight and compensator and extended mag and you know that sort of stuff um so you're not starting with like just random weapons um it's like every time you respawn you're able to change what loadout you had and there's a, there's a, you know a decent range it's it's pretty much like ak m4 mini yeah. uh, m24 uh the the auto shotgun which i think is a crate weapon um i don't remember what it's called is it db something oh yeah the, yeah the fucking shotgun dbu db whatever the fuck yeah so this is a range of weapons but for the most part it's like not i don't know like the 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 maps it's not like oh i'm gonna use it for like i'm gonna use a shotgun unless you're just running around shooting people it's just like in corners it's i don't know it just doesn't make any sense this this mode at all for what they've got um i don't know why i think it's gonna die pretty quickly i think people will jump in to check it out and be like cool this isn't really what i signed up for um and then i'll go back to to uh the regular stuff hopefully um but yeah they've also put a bunch of other changes in they they nerfed grenades which is something i've been harping on about for a long time in the competitive scene at least like extremely overpowered they um like you would get to the end of fights and there wouldn't be fights anymore like the end of games would just be teams throwing grenades at each other and that is not exciting to watch um and uh one of the suggestions i had was to just limit either limit the amount of grenades you can carry or make them way more so you can't like there's a a risk to to carrying this stuff um you know maybe you carry more grenades but you can't carry as much healing things like that um they've incorporated those changes so they've they've got that stuff in there grenades have been uh knifed quite a lot and the one uh so there's now like this um i guess damage reduction system they've got in there now so if you are carrying certain types of armor it'll negate how much damage you can take um on top of that it'll also take into account how far you are away from the actual explosion when it goes off um so if you've got like a level i don't have the numbers in front of me but if you've got like a level sort of one vest it the the amount of damage you take is completely different from like a level three so that will take into effect grenade damage now um and then 
it's between two meters and 10 meters, I think is sort of the range of where that, uh, you know, depending on where this grenade is when, when it lands, how much damage you'll, you'll take depending on the, the distance from it. And then on top of that, they've incorporated like a prone thing now. So if you go prone, you take even less damage. Um, and it's really strange. Like there are, uh, I think that's the wrong way to sort of go about it. Yeah. They've, they've, I feel like they've nerfed the grenades too far into the ground. Um, because I've seen videos going around of of grenades dropping in front of people that have level three armor, um, and it being two meters away and or just over two meters away, and the person surviving. So there's I saw Fuzzface, who is a, a professional player, released a, a couple of videos like they were testing it out and grenades going off like literally in front of them. They were just throwing it in front of them to see how much damage it do. And it, it'd take like a quarter damage or wow. not, not even a quarter damage. And they were pretty flabbergasted about that. Um, but I, yeah, I think they've gone too far. I think grenade da- like grenade damage reduction is okay to have for the armor stuff, but I, didn't, I don't think it should be as much. Um, I think grenades should still be definitely lethal, but you either go one way or the other. You don't, you don't like you don't make it so that grenades aren't lethal and also they take like an extra amount of space to carry or like you have to go either make them still be lethal but make them like a limitation on how much you can actually use um or put like a hard cap like you can only carry three grenades yeah and then or four grenades um yeah like they've just gone too far in one direction in this stage uh and haven't i don't think it's a good change at all so I think they're sort of like the two big things they've added into this patch. Oh my god! This is like when you, you know, you're still you're on Facebook and you see your ex is like having the worst time, and you're like, you kind of feel bad for her, but also you're like, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Uh, like Sean and Fraud. Like, uh, you know, it's pretty classic. For me, at least. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gutted that it continues to get worse, but I'm also not, not even surprised. a bit surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they, they've made a good change to stun grenades. They've, they've, uh, made them a lot more effective, which is cool. Right. And... Also, Molotovs are very useful now as well. So, um, you remember the buff they did a, a while back where you could do like fire propagation? It yep. would start to spread out. Yep. That is now basically increased it by 50%. So, it'll spread quicker, right. um, which is good. And the other thing is it'll sl- it'll sort of go around objects now. So, um, oh, okay. if you throw it like at a tree... yeah. It'll light the tree on fire, but then also go on the ground and then start going like behind the tree. So, really good. Um, you know, that that's a really good utility to sort of have when you're trying to flesh someone out from behind a, a hiding spot. Because yep. in the past, you'd kind of just throw a grenade there and hope that they'd move, but now it's like they need to move. <laughs> they yeah. need to get out of there. Um, yeah, and so. like you used to be able to. I remember you used to be able to, like, if a Molotov landed inside a house. You just go stand next to a chair, like mm. 
not even opposite side of the chair from the fire, just around the corner. Like, if the couch is, like, fucking there, and the fire's over here, like, fucking flushing in from the north, you didn't even have to go to the south side of the couch, you just go to the fucking western side, because it couldn't go around the corner, and then, like, propagate, and then, like, hard stop at the couch for some reason, even if it was, like, right up against the wall, you could be standing in this corner, and it'd be, like, fire everywhere, I remember specifically, uh, like, a team thought that I must be basically dead, because I'd been standing essentially where a bunch of fire was, and then there I was standing in a fucking corner with my fucking vector and my level three fucking helmet, and they would, like, run in, and I just fucking... (laughs) And uh, I I hadn't taken any damage at all, so... I think it fucking blapped. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely definitely a good thing, but... um, Yeah. Also a bit disappointing. Anyone um, they also the fix the right leaning issue where uh, if you're leaning from the right hand side you can sort of obstruct your view from the other player uh, around a corner because of the way the the viewing system previously right. worked so they've yep. now fixed that right. um, in this patch well they haven't fixed it they've band-aided it for the most part like it's still definitely there yep. but they haven't fully fixed it Right. it's still a slight issue Um the other one was the there's a follow feature now on the parachute system so same sort of stuff as or similar in terms of apex legends where you know you can follow your team around well i guess that's there from the start this seems to be more of like a press the button and you'll follow people so it's a gavin feature that's 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 the gavins of the world the gray squirrels of the world who don't know how to fucking follow (laughs) a team in um yeah (laughs) yeah anyway that was, um, yeah, PUBG, TDM. I don't see any reason to play it. It's not interesting at all in its current, um, I don't know, like, format. Maybe it needs bigger maps or bigger areas. I, like, I don't know. It just seems too, like, full-on at the moment. It's just constant shooting. <laughs> like, you're just fighting people constantly everywhere yeah. you look. So it's not really what I, what I want to play. Yeah, well, yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, speaking of what, before we move on to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, yep. you were talking about uh, throwing a billion grenades, and uh, it specifically reminded me of a game we won in Apex Legends. <laughs> were you in that game? Or was it just me and Kleb? Where yeah, I was there. Literally, literally just fucking, we threw 400,000 fucking grenades. <laughs> That was the funniest shit I've ever fucking experienced in that game because it was way too many grenades. I must have, I think I had, I had six frags and uh, and two arc stars. Mm. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking, this is going to be comical. Like, we know exactly where they are. They don't have yeah. anywhere else to go but into us. We couldn't see them either, but we knew they were down there. But they had to be down there. <laughs> And so we just, I'm, I'm just fucking, I start pinging grenades down. Like, I tried to time it, but yeah, like you said, we didn't know exactly, we couldn't see them. It was in, there's like this rail tunnel. Uh, is it like the northwest of the fucking map? Um, it's like pretty much north, yeah. Directly it north. was this fucking whack-ass fucking final circle um, that literally ended inside the tunnel. 
And so uh, we managed to, instead of going through the tunnel, we managed to wrap all the way around and get in. And then we went and tried to have a fight with some people at the fucking end of the tunnel that we specifically didn't run into anyway. But um, we managed to extricate ourselves out. I think, did we lose... Did we lose Clem? Or was he still up? The, like, the weird remember. thing is, right, as dumb as that I think final he was circle there. is, as dumb as that final circle is, it's the fucking third time I've had a final circle end roughly over that fucking, like, specific area. It's weird. Like, uh, yeah, anyway. So, I, they're all sort of bleeding together a little bit. But anyway, so... Uh, the last two, like three teams left we're one of them two other teams and the circle starts coming in and so I'm, I'm waiting and all I can see is the circle the big orange wall uh, and I still can't see them so either mm. they're outside of the circle or they're just around the corner and they manage to keep themselves hidden so I just start fucking pinging grenades I'm like this is gonna be funny this is too many grenades I've got so many fucking grenades I like literally had no i think i'd switched to the cray bar so i didn't have like the need for like three slots of ammo for one weapon um so i just filled it up with fucking grenades and i'm just like fucking pinging them and then you start fucking throwing them as well i'm like this is amazing and it's literally just fucking explosion 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 and like on the like fourth explosion like the hit marker comes up and you're like oh (laughs) And, like, it's purple armor and, like, fucking... But there's more. There's still more coming in. And then there's fucking arc stars. And, uh, yeah, it was spectacular. It must have been a fucking nightmare to run into. I would be so upset. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Like... Why is the map exploding? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it can't be grenades. There's no way anyone would have that many grenades. That's fucking stupid. Right? But yeah. Oh yeah. We had that many grenades. Are we PUBG now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, high quality shit. So yeah, that was that was good fun. Um, but yeah. And just, I don't know. Still having fun in, in Apex. We keep going to the fucking vaults. <laughs> we keep going to the boat, vault. And it's it usually ends okay. Yeah. For the most part, like we'll get in there and then getting out is usually a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but there have been cases where we've tried to go in and it's just like, nope, all right, there's people fighting here. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, we'll go in and, like, that's the, the moment we land off the balloon. There's this, if you go to, if you go to fucking Mirage's party boat and you shoot the, like, loot crate, that's, there's a loot crate disco ball and you shoot it when it's, yeah. I, th- I think, any color, but uh, obviously you want to wait for it to be gold. You shoot it, and it'll drop a, a vault key. I have no idea how else you can get a vault key. That's the only vault key I know of. Anyway, you get that They're vault in the crates that fly around, the, ro- right. the robots. I've never seen them in any other crate oh, okay. except that one. But yeah. uh, it's always in that one. And so you get that one, and then you hmm. go get a balloon. And you can use the balloon to basically like balloon your way straight to the fucking mouth of the tunnel that takes you to the vault. And, like... I swear to God, the last two times we've attempted this, we would get to the 90% portion of flying off this fucking balloon and get to the part where you're about to land and that's when two teams would start fighting exactly where we're about to land. And you're like, what the 
fuck? And you're like, you're going in the land. You're like, no, 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 turn back, turn back. And then you turn back, and there's another there's team another behind team. you. And you're like, oh, for fuck's How sake. did nobody see this other team? When Why? Yeah, where were they when we were fucking floating, first of all? And second of all, why is everyone fighting here? It's not in the circle. Like, yeah. what are they doing? But, uh, yeah. So we got to start going to the vault. But apart from that... I uh, think I said the next game. We're not going to the vault, and then yeah. we won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. Um, but uh, th- that was the game where we, like, didn't... Like, we landed at that refinery, right? And the train rolled through, and all those players with, like, good shit got off the plane. That full team with good shit got off the plane and we fought them so we landed at refinery I think it's called refinery we landed there with another team and we did a bunch of damage to that other team with the sweet fuck all gear that we had Hmm. and then the train rolled in and there's another team bunch of people with fucking gold guns and like good armor we're all in white armor and shit they roll they come and start fighting while the first team that we were fighting fucking they they just left that team just fucking nicked off they just like yeah bye baby we don't need this shit we're going uh they got away and so we wound up killing i think one of that that team we got the finish on one of that team and then we had to contend with this full like purple armor team and uh it was fucking hairy man like that was a hairy ass fight I managed to get they had like there were two fucking unopened crates on the on the train so we could get stuff I, I managed to get stuff off the, the train to like yeah like rip shit up and by the time I got to help you guys out everyone was dead like they were all dead you guys fucking kill them all they kept mm. running into your, like, caustic traps. They kept running into your, like, barrels for yeah. no reason. I don't understand. And they had, like... Because I had them in good spots. <laughs> you did have them in good spots. But, like, they were, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, it just it was it was weird. And they were just getting fucking lapped. And meanwhile, I'm, like, running around. I'm, like, pathfindering my way around and, like, trying to find an angle. And I don't expect an angle. But every time I'd arrive... That, that was the other thing. They didn't, like... They weren't together as a team. So you and Cleb were, like... Cleb was in your fucking hip pocket, like, just fucking... Doing mad fucking kill stealing. And, uh... Yeah, you're doing all this damage with the caustics. Cleb's doing, like, fucking... Just enough damage to finish people off and steal your kills. And then, uh... I'd, like, swing in around the behind and I'd, like, fucking kick open some doors as Pathfinder. And, like, just as I open the doors, like, they die. And I'm like, you fucking... Like, I'm, I'm here to play. I'm here to fucking kill some motherfuckers. But yeah. no, too late. Too late. <laughs> and uh, we didn't have to go that far. We'd, like, the circle wound up ending on that, uh, what's it called? Fragment East and Fragment West, that little town that yeah, split the by the... Giant city. Yeah. Um, so we wound up going there, and we didn't get into too much more trouble, right? Like, uh, for a little while until we got all the way into the second last circle. Um, I had the filthiest fucking I don't know if you saw it but I had the filthiest fucking hiding spot uh, there was like this little when the so that 
Pathfinder with uh, gold armor. He uh, came up on us with that second, that yeah, must have been second to last or third to last team. So right. they came up on us, and uh, yeah, he walked up, and I I had digital threats uh, on both of my fucking SMGs. So the R ninety nine and the Prowler with the fucking burst fire. Uh, off, sorry, the select fire, so it had full auto. And I had fucking digital threats on both of them. And I'm just like sitting there watching out of, like, through this fucking tiny fucking gap behind these, these two things. And I can just see red. <laughs> and he's standing there looking in at you guys, like trying to get an angle. And then, like, he must have found a window where he could see you guys. And then, uh, or like, had seen you guys. And he was just waiting for you guys to come back to the fucking window. And then Cleb, I think Cleb was like, Okay, let's 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 go him, and so I'm like sitting there with this fucking tiny fucking gap, and all I can see is red, the red of a pathfinder. I'm like, okay, and I just fucking I shred his armor in fucking like a second, uh, and he had no idea where it was from because he like turned, and like he shot at Cleb, and I was still free to fucking shoot at him, um, and so yeah, he got back down. He had, like, gold armor and a gold helmet, so he, he got the fucking shield battery off real fucking fast. Managed to uh, get back to full fucking health. Oh, at least full shields. Uh, but he didn't have full health. And so we shredded his fucking armor again. We we finished him. We swapped, our, um, swapped out our gear. We killed that team. Then we had to go in on the other team. Um, so we had to move into the circle. And uh, so the there were only three teams left at this point. Um, us and two other teams the second to last team pushed the building that we were in because all of a sudden all your gas traps that you'd set up all over that fucking building just started popping like fucking yeah. mad gas everywhere you were like getting gas I don't know if you were getting hits because I couldn't see it I could see the gas going off but I can see the yeah it was it was in the building we were hiding in yeah and I think they looped around to either I yeah. don't know find Mad us or flank or something I think yeah. they were trying to avoid that other team, right? Because the other team... So the team that came second, they had the kill leader. Mm. And that kill leader was on something like fucking nine kills. Like, they were ripping up. Um, so, yeah, I think they were flanking around to try to take us on first. And then take... But we wrecked them. And then, um, yeah, so after we fucking ripped them to shit, we then fucking moved on to the next fucking... Uh, team, the last team. I think they only had two people left, and uh, and then they only had one person left, and that last person was, was the kill leader, uh, this wraith who was not even shooting at us. Like she wasn't even actually doing damage to us. She was literally just trying to out juke, and uh, so yeah. By the end, I was running around with. I put my fucking gun away. And I was just running around trying to punch him. I just figured it would be funny to punch him to death. And uh, hammering E the whole time, so that as soon as she did go down, uh, mm. if she had the gold shield, I assume she did. Um, yeah, if she had the gold shield, then I'd be able to, like, execute him. And that's how we won that game, with an execution finish. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. It was a good game. Um, yeah. And it seems... <coughs> seems like more than anything it wasn't not going to the vault that gave us the win it was me saying okay 
this has to be my last one because we have won our last our last game the last four times in a row i am dead serious <laughs> i like yeah. tracking tracking it every time i say okay this has to be my last one we win that game that's because like, i start playing properly right you're like, oh, I'm like oh, okay i should okay. pick up my game uh <laughs> no more well, silly buggers <laughs> not gonna have job to pick up your slack anymore i assume is what yeah. you're getting out of there um anyway apex is good i like it i'm a fan um yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else on Apex? I don't think so. Um, no, not really. I think no. that's about it. Played some duos, uh, the the Valentine's Day yeah. event where you can only play with two people. That seems fun. Um, you know, Fucking, I like the. Oh, me and Club like, play that. Sorry to interrupt, but me and Club play that. I got second, I think, five times in a row. We did not. We didn't win a single duo. We got second every single time. Anyway, what were you saying? Yeah, no, it's just good, like, having um, these sort of random events every once in a while you can kind of jump in there and check out. Yeah. Like, it plays it plays differently. You, like, you don't have to worry about three people. It's just kind of, you, you know, the two people. So you knock one and you're like, all right, cool. I, I know that I can sort of push this other person straight away. Yeah. Um, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun. When I'm playing yeah, on my own... On a couple of those. I've been playing ranked. Uh, mm. And so I had the same thing that you did. I okay full reset all the way back down to bronze nothing uh so i've been having to climb my way back out of that but it doesn't really matter uh, i've found that like teammates in ranked are so much better there's communication like they're not yeah. dick holes they're not jumping by themselves they're, yeah not <laughs> jumping by the hot dropping on their own i don't think i ever have hot drop in ranked maybe once maybe once in the last week I've had a hot drop <laughs> but for the most part people are like where are we dropping we're dropping somewhere sensible yeah uh yeah so it's yeah I like ranked and yeah apparently you get penalised if you leave ranked games so people don't leave uh the moment they fucking get knocked uh like they do in casuals um they stick around and I can you know pull off I love I reckon I like getting a respawn almost as as much as I like like getting the fucking unlikely respawn I, I think I like that almost as much as I like winning a game like getting the chicken dinner it yeah. is so fucking cool to sneak in grab the fucking uh, beacon and then fucking sneak out uh, you like your odds are never good like you're still you're still in a pretty poor position on the respawn although I will always remember that fucking that game where you respawn me in next to a fucking next to the fucking drop right and uh, I got a Kraber and a shield like <laughs> right away and we managed to win that game like fucking 10 seconds later it was fucking yeah. amazing that game was fucking sick um, <laughs> but uh, yeah like most of the time you do not have a drop with a purple shield and a fucking gold gun in it uh, sitting right next to the respawn ship most of the time when you respawn you land and you're like well I've got a helmet and um, this this Mozambique yeah let's go and you fucking die but still it's uh, it's a good effort it's, it's good fun and uh, yeah it's, it's, I just find it very 
exhilarating to make the respawn happen. Anyway. Uh, and yeah, it's even better in ranked because they don't like the, they're randos. I'm playing with randos in ranked and they never expect it at all. They do not see it coming even a little bit. And so they're always fucking popping off when you get the respawn off. Uh, mm. and then, yeah, you go back in and it doesn't matter from that point. Like they don't care if they fucking, they don't care about the win either. They just want to fucking, they just want to do right by the guy who got him back into the fucking game it's sick right it's really cool but yeah I uh, also at the same time I do not I like obviously wait around but uh, I have zero faith that my teammates are going to respawn me in <laughs> yeah like ever but yeah anyway it's good fun just keep pressing space bar yeah bing <laughs> bing yeah anyway uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, Reinstalled it. <laughs> uh, yes, reinstalled it and uh, yeah. Oh, installed it. Installed it. Uh, yeah. Yes, um, played the first two levels of the campaign and I think you're fucking high. Uh, that first level in the, with the truck thing and whatever. Awful. Uh, the truck thing. You know, you sneak through some fucking base and it's all night. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking holy shit. It's not just linear as balls. It's, like, really slow-paced and linear as balls. Like, I get that it's sort of tutorializing how to play, but it doesn't really teach you how to play very well. And it's just sort of... Uh, and then the next one, the Piccadilly Massacre. Piccadilly, yeah. Uh... I don't know, man. I just didn't find it that interesting, to be honest. Um, just seemed a bit... I I guess it was shocking. Uh, there was definitely shock value, but I, I didn't really... I, I, I think I was expecting something different. Maybe you set too high expectations for me, and I went into <laughs> right. it expecting, I don't know, fucking this wide-open shit, but it felt very rigid in what it would allow me to do I uh I failed a couple of times uh well I failed once because I ran out of the zone and then couldn't like ran out I, I abandoned the mission and there's no countdown <laughs> you like there's too much I'm out see I'm you going, later I'm going peace out bitches <laughs> oh. um it's not like you, you don't have a fucking eight second t- countdown like you do in Battlefield or whatever you got a fucking two and a half seconds tops and uh my problem was I had like jumped over some stuff to oh. get outside this barricade and then I turn around Why? like so I could <laughs> you were like oh you can loop around and like it's pretty wide open and you can see all this extra shit that you haven't seen before and I yeah. did the level a bunch of times and I'm like okay well there must be some extra shit out here and I jump over this barricade and it's like you're abandoning the mission I'm like what the fuck and I turn around I'm like chomping against this fucking barricade and he won't fucking vault over it or anything I'm like oh, I'm gonna fucking anyway so uh, I had to redo that one and then, um, yeah like it was it was very like visually impressive and uh, like awesome use of sound I thought uh, my biggest fucking takeaway positive takeaway was the sound design in that level is spectacular uh you mm. uh my headphones are on the fucking fritz um and 
I could still pick everything out just on sound alone um, which was fucking sick and so I like your I was like literally blind firing into windows and stuff um, just based on like it wasn't even I'd seen tracer fire I'd heard gunfire from like a window up high and uh, and I'd run out of the street and turn the corner and I just fucking blacked into the windows and the gunfire never started up again so and then I went inside and I I successfully blacked them so yeah um, that was very cool I thought that was very good Um, but yeah I just I found myself uh, the other thing was fucking unskippable cutscenes um that's fucking I didn't want to keep watching the fucking cutscene so I had to actually fucking kill the process I couldn't like escape it's not like I could quit the game like I'm like I have no idea how much longer they're gonna keep yapping about shit I don't give a fuck about it so uh all their four all their four didn't work uh control alt delete kill fucking kill the process I couldn't escape any of the cutscenes. It was fucking insane. So, you um, sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I skipped them when I jumped in because I'd already seen them all before. I played on a different... I played on PlayStation when I first did it and then PC the next time. Maybe my game was fucking up. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, it, I found that annoying, but uh, it wasn't that big a deal. Then, um, yeah... On the on the subject of sound design, when played some fucking gunfight with uh, Nate, and I don't know if this is a recent thing or not, but the sound design in multiplayer is fucking shit. It is awful. Uh, like yeah, like I said, I don't know if this is a recent thing or not, but there were multiple times where I where where people like there's no like silent running or anything in fucking gunfight you don't have perks and stuff uh, uh, like you've got sometimes got some perks but you like they didn't have silent running or anything and you could hear their footsteps and then you couldn't hear their footsteps so you were like okay so they've got to be on the other side of this fucking wall and then it turns out they've just been fucking silently running all the way around and I'm like okay well my he- my headphones must be fucking this one off on backwards but, but like yeah <laughs> Uh, but like Nate is listening with his like he's he's already died in this round and he is listening from my perspective and he's like I had no idea like legit and he's got he loves his fucking super 3D fucking hacks headphone shit like he goes all all super deep on sound and he's like I had no idea like literally no idea he made no footstep sounds uh, he just showed up there like it must be some sort of fucking bug or something uh, at the very least, but it was fucking a really fucking upsetting way to lose a round of gunfight because we were fucking wrecking cunts, and then you lose out of like over nothing. There was another. There was one map that is sort of like the you know that fucking scene in the rock where they come up out of the fucking into the bathroom, hmm. uh, and they all get fucking murdered except for yeah. Mickey Cage and Sean Connery. Um, there's one gunfight map that is basically that. The bathroom, yeah. And it is awful. It is a shit map. It is 
like just cheese shit central it is people like finding the worst fucking spots up to, on the uh on yeah, the, like on, on the, the window fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah that is such a fucking uh terrible shit like <laughs> yeah anyway so that sucked uh that map in particular sucked there was a um, another one I wasn't wild about Rust uh, I don't think works very well in Gunfight um, because I don't remember Rust what's Rust got, look like it's got those containers on the outside it's got that big thing in the middle uh, the, like the big refinery type thing in the middle you can climb up on top of it um, the real problem it has is that you can climb underneath all that shit you can crawl underneath all that shit and it's just more cheesy fucking camp spots for right. people yeah I'd, I've not around. played this map I think it must be a new one it's pretty new um, yeah I didn't like that but uh, yeah otherwise I had fun playing Gunfight I mean Gunfight's yeah. still they, they've got the tournament system in there now yeah yeah we we, we played one tournament uh, like immediately mm. oh by the way don't uh, I don't want to ever hear anyone talk about Rainbow Six being the most toxic or uh, fucking Counter-Strike being the most toxic or whatever the fuck. I was called the N-word four times in the first minutes of playing multiplayer Call of Duty. Like, unbelievable. And yeah. it's not like... Mate needs to chill out a bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, holy shit, man. Like, I could... I, I And the... Uh, like, homophobic shit and... It was, it was bananas. Like, I couldn't fucking... I couldn't yeah. work out how to fucking report people. It was wild. What the fuck is going on in there? You don't hear that shit in Rainbow. And it's going to... Like, we'll talk about it later, but they're going to fucking tamp down on it even more. Like, yeah, Call of Duty just doesn't give a fuck. It's just full of cunts. That's crazy. Anyway, uh... Yeah, we, we did the tournament. And, uh... Like, jumped in before we played any gunfight at all. And, uh, yeah, this dude is like, Oh, look at these two N-words. Uh, one of them's fucking... One of these N-words is fucking level 15, and the other one's... Uh, the other N-words level 1. These N-words are about to get fucking wrecked. Uh, we've... We've we them. Uh, it was disgusting. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Only upset them further. Uh, they were, yeah, because it had all chat as well, all voice chat. We could hear them speaking at all times, uh, which significantly helped us. Yeah. I, I don't know if they didn't realize that we could hear them or what, but they were like, "Oh yeah, I seen him. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna go around here." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> I'm just, I'll I'm just turn up in this back bush. this way." <laughs> yeah, like. Good lord. Um, Were these console players? Could yeah, you tell they're them? on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the aim assist is off the fucking charts. You can see yeah. it in the fucking kill cams at the end of a round. Yeah. Like the fucking... The snap. Snap? Holy shit. Uh, yeah, like... That is, that is some shit. I, I actually semi-understand why people wonder if fucking PC players are at a disadvantage. Because console players are essentially playing with fucking hacks on like that shit's benign it is way that's like reminds me of fucking remember Red Dead Redemption like the early version of Rockstar's Snap 2 
Like, that's yeah. how fucking crazy it is. It just fucking does most of the work for you. Like, these motherfuckers aren't even aiming. Like, they don't <laughs> even need to. They just have to fucking ADS uh, in the general fucking vicinity. Of... <laughs> yeah, and then right trigger. And then, yeah, hold the right trigger. Like, yeah, that shit's fucking bananas. But, yeah, we still fucking want them. And, uh, yeah, they were, like, level 60 or some shit. They were not happy. Uh, which was pretty funny. I enjoyed that quite a bit um they did not and i got like six levels out of the, that fucking one but then we got blasted the next one because the next guys clearly knew what they were doing weren't there just to use the n-word and um i guess abuse auto aim yeah anyway um so yeah played some of that um i caught it because i was i guess under the impression that I'd be able to play some Battle Royale at some point in the not-too-distant future. But that ain't happening, apparently. Uh, Yeah, that's not the case at all. Um, There is a big old fucking thing in the middle of the... in the middle of the fucking main screen that says classified. But, uh, no. Can't play any Call of uh, Any Warzone or whatever the fuck it's called yet for some dumb fucking reason. Hmm. Should have come out. It should have come out already, basically. So, yeah, that's done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I want to jump in and check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about Realism Ground War. Uh, oh so yeah, I jump in and check that out. But otherwise, I'm not too. The the only thing I want to play in Call of Duty multiplayer is the Battle Royale at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. Uh, I, I don't even want to play the fucking campaign anymore. To be honest, I just didn't find it that interesting. It just felt like a more linear version of the same old stuff. Yeah, I mean that's what they they do these giant is what they do. set piece things. Yeah. Um. All right. What else do we have here? Underlords. Underlords. Talk about it quickly. Yeah. Still playing Underlords. Still having fun. Um. Still got no idea how to fucking win at a game of knockouts every time I think I've worked out the formula uh, I then immediately lose again uh, because it seems to be a crapshoot basically it's just a fucking crapshoot first to get Tinker wins Tinker Cloak (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if you you can have the most amazing fucking luck like get Terrorblade three star straight off the bat uh like you just keep winning fucking games everything's fucking working out and you're like well I've got this one and then you walk in and like the last dude has a cloak on one dude and a fucking pike on the other and you're like and you didn't get either of these particular fucking items and you're like oh I, I guess I'll die now. Like, you're just fucked. Like, there's just... There's... Those two items in particular, I think, need to be fucking removed from Knockout because the... Uh, the capacity they have to... utterly lopsided games in one direction is out of control. Like, a cloak on a three-star Terror Blade, like, early, is utterly ridiculous like 
and going into the later rounds with said three-star Terrorblade on 97 kills, and so therefore, like, six times his normal fucking health pool. Hmm. And, like, at the start of a round, you see the fucking health pool just fucking blomp, and, like, expand and then, like, retract so that it can, like, take up the same amount of space, but it, all the little blips, and you're like, that is utterly ridiculous. Um, it's... Yeah, it is, you know, it's classic RNG shit. It's fun when it happens on your, like, in your benefit. And it is a fucking dick punch parade when it happens against you. And you're like, well, I don't really know what the fuck we're supposed to do here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think it always just nerf that cloak a little bit. Like, drop it down to 150. Is it 200, I think, at the moment? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I, I just I just think remove those two items. Remove the kills items from Knockout. I just don't... Like, they define a win in a lot of cases. It wouldn't matter what you put it on, right? Like, or like to some extent, it wouldn't matter what, what you put it on. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had a pike on a sniper who got to three-star early, and, like, he... It was actually... It was not in his best interests to do his fucking ult. Because he was, like, damn near fucking two-shotting cunts with his regular fucking attack. Like, it was goofy. And then he'd, like, spend three seconds doing his ult to, like, one-shot one person. But if he just kept fucking auto-attacking, it wouldn't have fucking mattered. And then, like, you can see the damage bars... Like, they actually tell you the difference in damage. And, the like, the ults will have done as much damage as the auto attacks. But only because when it ults, it does, like, fucking 5k damage or some shit. Or 15k damage or some shit. And so, overall, the motherfucker's popped off two ults in the course of a fucking match. But he's also, like... So he's done, like, fucking 45k damage or some shit. And you're like... That is a crazy amount of damage. However, like, a a bunch of that was pure overkill damage. Like, pure over damage. Like, none of that actually mattered. He only actually needed to do about 20k damage total. And a fucking stack of it was just extra. Like, because he can't fucking... He can't slow himself down from killing cunts too quick. Um... Yeah, like, I like those items. I fundamentally like those items. I think they they should exist in the game, uh, just not in Knockout. Like, I think in the regular mode, they tie it back. They tie back, like, uh, to the Dota part of Dota Underlords. You know, that last hit mentality actually really fucking matters. And you wind up, like, really thinking that shit through when you get it in the regular game. You're like, okay, uh... <clears throat> I'm gonna, you know, I want to beef up such and such. I want to beef up my Beastmaster. So I'm gonna put the fucking, um, I'm not gonna put the Pike on him yet. I'm gonna put the, the, what's that fucking Scythe that does like uh, armor, like re- armor Desolator? Reduction? Desolator, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put Desolator on him for now uh, until he can get some kills up. And then, like, once he's yeah. at 10 kills, then you put the fucking Pike on him and let him go to work and he just starts to fucking rip shit up. And that's fucking awesome, right? Like, you're actively managing 
his hits and his itemization so you can like build him up a little bit more if you were to put the pike on him immediately he'd still get kills as his beastmaster but it might be a little bit slower than with armor reduction on those two fucking axes uh, all over the fucking place you know like it's just I, I, th I think it's a really good tie back to the original um, you know the, the granddaddy game uh, mm. and I think it works well I just think in knockout it is too dominant an itemization option and if you don't get it it feels like you are you've lucked like you've had bad luck uh, you're losing to bad luck as opposed to losing to anything else you know if you don't get it and go up against someone with it rather and that reminds me that sort of just reminds me of when I stopped playing TFT the first time like because itemization was basically everything uh, which makes sense in the sense in, in the League of Legends sense of itemization being such a huge part of that game but it doesn't make sense in terms of fun gameplay or you know an RNG heavy game because you feel like uh, well I'm sort of just being RNG fucked this is not me forging my own path to victory this is me uh, getting given uh, an opportunity to reach the, the path to victory or not mm -hmm. or specifically not you know anyway so that's that's basically it. I got no idea how to win knockout games that's basically what I'm saying like I win them I do win them <laughs> yeah just don't I, I haven't really worked out how I do it hold on I think the answer is don't go what was it troll I think I did troll assassins or something stupid like that <laughs> and I must have gotten maybe five kills <laughs> the like I got knocked out first like I lost f four straight games and I think I think maybe by the third game I had gotten two kills <laughs> that stage <laughs> yeah it was it was terrible yeah um but I've been thinking about it what I'd like is version of Knockout with health pool I'd love to see that like just you know it doesn't have to be a regular all the time thing but I love it as a limited time event type thing where you've got like normal health and you don't have to like yeah you can use the health economy um to manage like maybe do double damage to heroes or something so there is still time pressure there uh cause you can't have a knockout game going maybe fuck maybe it'd just sort itself out because of the pace at which you'd get fucking beefier characters but yeah I don't know I would like to see a different ver version where it's not just four losses and you're out because if that can feel quite restrictive it can feel can make some decisions for you at some yeah. case like it's not like the you know the game where you're down a fucking I don't know 16 health and you go up against someone you're like provided they only do 15 health I can live to the next round so I do not have to spend and I can buy my next thing yeah. yeah I can buy that last thing and I actually think I can like win this in yeah. knockout you're like well if I lose this one so I might as well sell everything on my bench just to re-roll for one thing and yeah. that is and you know obviously re-rolling for one thing is just a fucking it's such a fucking ugh it feels so bad because you know inevitably you're never going to get it you're like well 
All I need, all I need to get the three-star tinker that I've never had is just one tinker. All I need, one tinker. Let's roll. 50 gold. Let's see it. 25 rolls. Nope. I'm going to lose. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. It's because uh, someone else has the three-star tinker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's annoying. It's... Hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's that. And uh, I still think they need to fix fighting the same person. We were playing that game where I kept fighting you. Hmm. And you went on something like a fucking 11, 12 game win streak. Yeah. I and think I, I was like 20 and 1 at some stage. I don't think I won that game either. No, I don't think you did. Um, but that one was against me the fifth time I <laughs> played you. The fifth time I'd already faced off against you four times. It comes mm. up. Right, and this is this is like within fucking fifteen rounds. I've faced you four times, and you had not lost a game. And it was like, and it came up the fifth time, like on round sixteen, I think it was. I have to <laughs> face you for the, my fifth time. I, I was like done, right? But you'd also faced Drew four yeah. times at that point as well. Like that's fucking goofy. Like, I think it's it weighs you up when you've got people in a group because it's similar when you play um, like knockout if you're in a group it'll put you up against someone in your group to so that you're not like stacking the odds that doesn't make sense couldn't I specifically like couldn't we collaborate to like wouldn't that be easier to collaborate to like specifically do things if we're in a group if we're facing mm. each other that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me I mean yeah couldn't you be like well okay we're in a group, we're in ranked, um, I'll win streak. Uh, if, if it's going to match us up against one another more often than not, I'll win streak. Uh, Joe Blue's streak. And uh, yeah, we can we can manage it that way. Like, it'll be a lot easier because we're in a group. Like, that mm. that feels like it's too exploitable. Um, yeah, it feels like the wrong way to fix uh, an issue that I, I don't know exists. I probably exists. It's probably naive to think that people wouldn't attempt to exploit it, but it just feels like like the solution is more exploitable than the fix. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that. It's, it's super annoying. Like I shouldn't have faced you five fucking times. In <laughs> you're only annoyed because you're losing. <laughs> but not, like, if you were I, winning, you'd be like, "This is amazing." Three I wins. S- I said this, dickhole. If, if I was winning, I would still be as annoyed. I probably wouldn't like. Uh, once I noticed it, I would still be as annoyed, right? Mm. That's the thing, right? I probably wouldn't notice it if I was winning. I, you know, like the fucking uh, lions don't care about the don't don't care about the opinions of sheep type thing. Like, yeah, when you're on top, the uh, you know people below don't really matter. But I would be annoyed once I noticed it because I also wasn't getting to test my fucking build against anyone else. Like, that's why you know. I, <laughs> It was ultimately harder for you to win in the end because you never fucking tested your fucking shithole. What were you for? You were forcing something, and you were allowed to force it because you kept fucking winning. So you had like I, what, six, was it? You were fucking, was it brute brawny or something like that? Or yeah, something. Like I that. feel like it wasn't even a good 
like something that was good. I think it was just like random. I don't know. Um, but I can't remember. Proof Ronnie's not bad. Uh, but yeah, you were like a full level ahead of everyone else the entire fucking game. Hmm. Uh, because you had so much more gold than everyone. Because your economy, like, you were, you were on win streak after win streak. Like, that one loss, and you then went on to complete another win streak immediately. Yeah. Was fucking ridiculous. I think it was like an eight game win streak, and then like another eight game win streak, and then a loss. And yeah. then another eight game. Like, goofy shit, man. That was bananas. Your economy But, like, was- still lost. Yeah. That's good as shit at game. But, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm still having fun with Knockout. Um, I'm excited for the release next week. What is it? Next Tuesday, our time, I believe. My time, rather. Not our time. Oh, is it next week? Um, right. Um, February 25th. So, yeah, next Wednesday for you. Maybe yep, podcasting. Wednesday, okay. Oh, no day before what? so we'll get some time in yeah um yeah so that's cool I'm excited um and then I'm gonna write a review about it um yep I think it's I think it's gonna be tricky to review uh, I haven't talked to them about word counts but it sort of feels like it's multiple games in one and yeah cause you've got the single player that we don't even know sort of what it is yet how it works yeah yeah you've got this knockout that's in there which is you know it's an extra mode it's own thing it's, it's sort of like different stuff for, for people duos and yeah it's, it's really weird yeah um so yeah I, I don't know either if if it is still a so I'm reviewing it for GameSpot at this point if it is still a 1200 word limit uh it's gonna be some pretty shallow shit uh because I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to... Like, first of all, you've got to explain what the fuck a uh, auto-battler is. Yeah. That's 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 the first fucking hurdle, because they've never reviewed one on GameSpot before. Um, and then I have to provide critical analysis across three different fucking fairly diverse modes. I mean, I personally think Knockout and Standard are essentially different games. Um, and I've got so many thoughts um so yeah there's at least that and then i assume i mean i i read the pc power play um article i don't know if you saw they Mm -hmm. they had a cover article on dota underlords i read it and it seems like it is going to be what we were talking about you know chess book puzzle type stuff Hmm. um and also some goals to play like to incentivize you to play multiplayer games but um yeah like uh, it's it's still going to require some in-depth playtime, so... Sure. Yeah. Uh, it'll be an interesting one to re- review, especially if I, yeah, if I am fucking handcuffed by a word limit. You know me. If it was up to me, every review would be 4,000 words long. Yeah. Yeah, as the intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About Kanye West's latest album. Um... Oof. anyway what else we got <laughs> um some new games we can talk about some new games this week let's do it yeah uh i've been playing one that just came out i think it came out today 
Uh, it's called The Suicide of Rachel Foster. It is a... Mm, like a walking simulator sort of inspired by games like Gone Home um, you play as in this game a, a young lady who is going back to her family's hotel after um, basically 10 years earlier her father had an affair with a 16 a year old girl um, and uh, her uh, the, the lady you're playing as who's Nicole and her oh. mother end up leaving that situation um, and then the young girl who was at the center of this affair as well uh, Rachel ends up committing suicide sometime afterwards and um, and at this stage of the story your both of your parents have now died and you are going back to your family hotel to sort of clear it out and uh, with the intention of selling it um, you know, your mother has basically said, like, get rid of the hotel, um, use it to pay off your, your debts, your university debts and that sort of stuff. And uh, it's set in 90s Montana. I think it's 90s Montana. Um, you get there at this giant hotel, there's a snowstorm, and you're essentially snowed in for the, <laughs> for the most part. She had the intention of going there, looking around, cleaning it up, and then uh, waiting for the lawyer to arrive doing the deed and then getting out of there but you end up getting snowed in um there is uh a person on a sort of like a walkie-talkie that you're talking to um who is giving you directions about like uh you know the storm that's just come through um and then as well as that like this is a person that has been in this town for a very long time and knows the area knows your you know your, your father um and sort of just like you know another character to to interact with throughout the story and uh this giant hotel you're in is basically like a um like you walk around you explore rooms you find items you pick them up you can um read things on walls like there's a lot of interactivity in terms of like uh objects that you sort of get a lot of information from like world building um yeah, and that's pretty much like that's the game. That's you. You walk around. You progress through multiple days as the, the thing goes. Like the story unfolds, you start learning a bit more about your family's past and what's going, what what happened back then when this affair was going on. Um, yeah, and there there could be maybe some other sinister things at play as well. Um, it it sort of takes on that similar vibe as as gone home like you not really understanding what you are doing in this house and like you know like the gone home vibe was very like oh this is this like a is it like a haunted house or like is there something else going on here like you weren't really sure of what you're in um and this game the suicide of rachel foster is very similar like you sort of start off and you don't really know what you're going to be in for like is it going to be a horror game or is it purely like this um you know is it story a story driven like walk around and and that's it uh you know i I was very much not sure what i was gonna be like if i was gonna get some jump scares at some some stage or or anything like that um because it is it can be a very creepy vibe you're alone in this hotel by yourself old rundown hotel um and you know sometimes it's late at night and you've just got a flashlight um, or the generator's out and you've got to go and try and repair the generator get the lighting back on and, and stuff like that um, 
yeah and so you sort of don't really know what genre you're in at that stage which is is really unique uh for the most part like i quite enjoyed the game um i think its biggest downfall is the where this game sort of ends up in terms of its ending i don't think that i don't think it paid off as well as what it could have um but otherwise like it's a sorry like like going home yeah (laughs) um that that was my biggest criticism about going home i thought it was great except for the ending i just wasn't the ending that i wanted out of that game um and this is kind of somewhere something similar like it, it ends and uh it's not really the direction that i thought it was going to go in um and i thought it was a bit of a letdown um yeah i'm trying to like obviously it's a story-based game i don't want to dive into spoilers and whatnot but there there are things in there where i'm like oh i kind of thought it was going in this direction and i was i was right at you know certain stages but at the same time you know just talking about like not knowing what genre i was in um like that stuff is interesting like am i in is is this actually a horror game or is it, is it not a horror game like what is going on here like um and just trying to divulge like you know is the hmm, i don't know if i can put it that way anyway just like not really understanding if you're in a specific genre at all or yeah. the game is trying to throw it you know in like throw curveballs at you or stuff like that um so anyway i uh yeah i enjoyed it for the most part it's pretty pretty short it's about a three hour game um maybe four hours if you really take the time to walk around and look there are um i think there might be multiple endings um in terms of yeah there actually would be multiple endings there are multiple endings and there are multiple ways to interact with um this uh so there's only there's, there's this character on the the walkie-talkie that you're talking to and there are multiple ways you can interact with them. like there's there's dialogue choices you can you can you can choose while you're talking to this person um so uh there is some some a bit of choice there but yeah for the most part it's it's you know it's a good looking good looking game um it's it's not going to be for everybody obviously it's it's uh gonna feed the be for those people that liked you know gone home um firewatch like that sort of walking talking story based game there's no like there's no combat or anything like that in there it's pretty much just walking around exploring and and that sort of stuff um so yeah that is out today uh or yet today i think it's today or yesterday anyway by the time you hear this it'll be out on steam um it's had a couple of reviews up there that I've I've checked out a few of them already, and um, I think it's a seventy four Metacritic at the moment. Right. Um, so not. I mean, it's fine. That's a you know, it, like it, the game's definitely got a lot of atmosphere. Like there are very visually interesting areas you can get into in this old hotel. Um, that really, uh, you know memorable moments i would say um but anyway that is now available on steam it is 13 dollars, which is i don't know what 20 bucks australian sounds yeah. about right um yeah um decent price point i think this is like a 15 i think it's like a 15 dollar game so that for fits a game you didn't love sorry for a game you didn't really love well no i didn't like i, I enjoyed it yeah. Just um, 
yeah just didn't blow me away like there are a couple of moments there where i felt like there was one moment in particular where i thought the game had bugged out but it was just i didn't explore it um i had to go find an item and it didn't do a good job of telling me i needed to go find that item i felt like or items uh for the most part there's like a map you can look at and it'll tell you like the layout of this uh the hotel sometimes there could be doors that are locked because you haven't found the key yet or uh stuff like that and for the most part it's pretty like the map will actually tell you your objective like oh you need to go do this thing um and it'll give you a good indicator of like it's in this room and so you look on the map and you're like oh okay i need to go to this area um so you you get a pretty good sense of what you should be doing that time but there was one point in the game where it didn't tell me what I needed to do. And so I'm in this giant hotel and I didn't know where I was supposed to go. Um, and so I, I walked around. I went to where uh, where I thought I should have went and um, nothing happened. And then so I actually quit the game and then went back in because I thought, oh, maybe it didn't trigger some sort of event. But then the same thing happened. Oh. And I eventually found the thing i was supposed to find so i think like there's some you know for the most part it, ha- it holds your hand pretty well um but there are a few occasions there where i was like oh i just don't really know what i'm supposed to do here like did something not trigger there's a game bugged out and because it's a game that wasn't out yet i wasn't really like i can't go look up a um a walkthrough or anything like that is because nobody's nobody's played it yet and there was no one on my, my steam list that had played it yet uh, so sometimes that sort of stuff can be pretty challenging but that's just an oversight i think of the developers um for the most part like the the acting is is okay it's pretty decent um but i just feel like the writing sort of lets itself down towards the end uh i think because it's just like just doesn't go in the direction i wouldn't like it to go into but you know that's the story they wanted to tell so that's it that's it anyway um, it's called the suicide of Rachel Foster. It's on Steam and like, is it as heavy as its fucking title implies? Because it seems pretty fucking like heavy duty, man. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, just from the description I gave you, like, it's talking about suicide. But um, like, it's... I don't know. It just feels like a game that's going to use that in its title. Hmm. It could go one or two ways. It could it could you know it's obviously going to deal in those issues deal with those issues but yeah it could either go heavy duty with it or it could just sort of yeah yeah that happened moving on like type yeah. stuff like how how does it do, is it does it feel heavy is it like fucking what was that fucking Netflix show 13 reasons why Oh uh, yeah. Um we're like holy fuck. No, that 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 goes uh that show goes pretty deep. Um Yeah. Th- like this one is like I don't want to give away spoilers and stuff like that, but it like it does explore what this you know the suicide of her or like if, did she do it or you know was there something else going on? Right. Um you you hear about like you start to learn more about this girl's family um, and who they are and then kind of the ramifications of what happened around this whole situation because it's a small town. People start to talk. Um, 
you know, people have gone in and broken into this hotel and vandalized it because they think the father was not a very nice person. Obviously, it was a, a young girl. Um, and so it like it, it looks at that sort of stuff. But there's there's pieces as well that is like world, um, world storytelling. Like you can pick up a book or a newspaper clipping and sort of skim through it and it'll give you more information on that. Um, but it's not going like extremely deep or graphic into that sort of stuff. It's more just people talking about it yeah. um, and, and exploring whether or not, you know, the effects that this situation had on this town and the people around it. Yeah, okay. Um, like, I don't think it's going to, I don't think you're going to see like culture pieces on on it about right. how they've done the wrong thing or anything like that. Um, yeah, right. I didn't I didn't get anything of it like that. So yeah. Right. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, like I don't know it's a fine game. It's on sale at the moment. If that is your sort of jam, then uh, yeah, maybe check it out. I think there might be there's obviously there's definitely streams going on at the moment um because i opened up uh the store page and the developer is actually playing it at the moment okay yeah um so you can sort of check out you know 20 30 minutes of what this person's doing and if that's the sort of thing you're interested in then yeah definitely have a look but it's not gonna be for everyone so yeah yep cool that's it nice uh dreams dreams uh, yeah so dreams came out this week as well last week. um dreams is a game by a media molecule who uh back in the day made a game called little big planet little big planet 2 i think they had a hand in like the little big planet racing series as well i can't sure. remember they actually made it or if they no i think they collaborated just, with someone else yeah i think they collaborated uh and they, so they've got a really good sort of shtick of doing video games with like creative suites where it allows players to to create a bunch of stuff um, we've seen sort of an evolution of that with games like Super Mario Maker uh, Nintendo did a really good with that sort of, good job with that sort of stuff um, but since then we haven't really seen what Media Molecule is, was doing because uh, they haven't made a game for a, a while like this and I got a chance to see Dreams, I think it was about two years back at E3, and I got about an hour with a developer, and he sort of sat me down, and we played through a couple of games that uh, the developers at Media Molecule had made, and uh, very vastly different games, um, some of them like platformers, or multiplayer games or space shooters or some of them not even games some of them just like a story that you sit and watch like a, vi- a audio visual story and then um and then there's the other side of it is the the creations sort of side where you can jump in and make your own video games and uh and then we spend some time like creating a level and then making you know platforming elements of of stuff that moved up and down you got to get to an objective and, and that sort of thing and just sort of how how easy uh you could you know spend 20 minutes and make something pretty quickly and jump in and try it out uh yeah and so i was pretty blown away by that um by that uh e3 demo 
that I have. Yeah. Just because, you know, you, you go to these demos, you don't really know what you're in for, and it's like you sort of hear inklings about what this game is, and you're like, oh, I don't really... This probably isn't going to be my jam. Yeah. And you sit yeah. down, and you're like, holy shit, like, <laughs> the things you can do in this game are insane. Like, ridiculous. And so I walked away from that demo like telling people oh if you get a chance like go see dreams because it's it'll blow your mind it's nuts what they're doing and so that yeah. was about two years ago i haven't really ta- i haven't played it since then uh and this is kind of my first like actually sitting down and playing playing it again so it's been an interesting week um have, have you had a chance to check it out at all yeah uh got into it on the weekends um right it's amazing I haven't played any uh, I haven't made any levels of myself uh, on my own and I haven't played the story I didn't really uh, it starts off with this tutorial this very overwrought laboured tutorial um, takes way too long in my opinion goes fucking I just didn't need all that but I guess it holds your hand some people, it very very much holds your hand um, and then uh yeah, it uh, it allows you to go in. It's it's a I think a bit of a weird menu system where you're gonna run up and enter the fucking like menu. Like you're sitting there here, and then it's like now you can go and enter the menu, and you're like, oh no, motherfucking in the menu already? Doesn't like what the fuck? Like, did did we need this extra layer? I don't personally think so. But I can't work out how to just put me in the menu when I start. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just started getting in. It was like, it's got two options. Play some games or make some games. Yeah. Uh, I went to play some games. Um, specifically avoided playing any of the story missions. And just started playing around with um, the the levels. That yeah. Because it's sort of like laid out like a, like a Netflix or... Um, you know there's different genres or there's like his media molecule like you can follow creators and that sort of stuff so i think off the bat it kind of gives you the media molecule games uh, yeah you could, otherwise you just like what's what's popular that people playing what's right hot? now and yeah, just like flick through yeah you dig dig down and, and find some some interesting stuff and yeah basically just i just specifically avoided uh anything made by media molecule because mm. i just wanted to see what people have been making I I know that they didn't make this in the last like the three days that the game had been out. Uh, at that time, there was like there was early access launch plus there was like the beta period, and all of those levels persisted through yeah. like into the the final game. Um, so yeah, just went through and, and played you know the highest rated games and had a look at them. And there's some fucking spectacular shit in there. It is phenomenal. Well, some people like what people have put together it is like crazy how fucking far in you know realistic first person shooter prototype and all this kind of shit and you're like wow that's fucking bananas uh, seems that like I think AI might be the you know one thing that these games lack the most mm. uh, like there isn't a very robust AI type thing but uh like nevertheless uh yeah some of the stuff uh and my wife was playing as well um like playing some of the games that were multiplayer she was playing as well uh played this this game called hammer panic 
Oh yeah, I, don't I know played if you that. Saw that one, the fucking hilarious. Played that, yeah, a couple years back. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, That's the multiplayer specs- one, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's just a couple of mini games where you're a hammer and you got to do do things by hammering stuff. You hammer some nails, break some plates, and yeah, it was just like chaos. Uh, very entertaining, um, and yeah, a good little demo of what, what's cap- uh, what's possible. I uh, played this game where you're a dog. Um, it was just a, you know, very cute, uh, very pretty platformer where you're a dog and you've got a button to bark and uh, you can run around and, and bark and collect coins and you level up and you can buy him a hat and the hat allows you to, I think it, I think it allowed you to jump further or something. Um, right. And yeah, basically just level up your dog and take it for a walk uh that was a cool one um played one where what was it called there's a german stuck in your control i think it was called did you see (laughs) this one yeah no uh and it's the screen your television screen is just black it's just black there's only black on the screen Uh, except for occasionally it will come up with like an option and you pick one or two options and the entire time there's this German dude speaking and all of the, the audio is routed through the speaker on your controller and okay, he's, yeah. he's just talking about how oh no I appear to be stuck in your controller what's going on and you know you can like talk to like he can speak German to you or he can speak English or blah 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 you've got a bunch of options and then um, there's a twist that I don't know if I should spoil because uh, on one hand I feel like nobody's going to play this game and on the other hand it's a pretty fucking hilarious twist so um, if you've got dreams just go and find there's a German stuck in my control I believe that's what it's called and it is uh, it's, it's quite good uh, yeah quite entertaining so that was pretty good and then um, what did we play we played what was it called? Like one-handed. Oh, chef? like the cooking simulator. Oh yeah. my fucking god! <laughs> was it? I played that one. That was fucking <laughs> comedy genius. Uh, yeah, I I had a lot of fun with that, and so did my wife. Uh, it was just fucking goofy shit. Uh, really well thought out. Like just uh, again, like uh, doing the most with what little you got is always very entertaining and they did a really good job and uh yeah like i just went through and, and checked that that sort of stuff out played a tetris game um played like a i thought kind of half fast mario level um but yeah like it's just it is phenomenal um what you can do with it and there's like a a, a website you can go to i can't remember what it's called I'm just going to look it up real quick. Uh, Dreamside PS4. Dream. Indreams.me, apparently. Mm. Indreams.me. You go there, and you can actually look shit up on, on that site. Right. Like, you can look up created dreams on that site, and then you can send... So I, I, the impies, I can go to the impies, the impie winners, and you can see um, stuff people have created there. Dream of the Year, Pig Detective 2, Adventures in Cowboy Town. 
Right. Uh, creator of the uh, Sloan McKenzie, best visuals outpost sixty, uh, and yeah, it's just sort of like, um, it's a really good way to give you some ideas or like, I, I so it's got this one, Kubrick, guide Kubrick across six increasingly difficult, uh, puzzle cube levels, and uh, that one best gameplay. Uh, and so I can now click on play later on Kubrick and when I go back into dreams it will serve it up for me to mm. play which yeah. I think is fucking genius that's really fucking smart um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of smart things in there like being able to have versions for the games you've created uh, and then like being able to share it with other people so that they can go in and oh look at like oh how did they make this level and they can go in and see like all the programming behind it or like yeah you know, all the animations and, and and then they could even tweak it to make their own versions really like there's so many smart things in there they're doing yeah yeah it does it is really fucking smart and yeah it's it's cool oh asparagus stand-up i i gotta see what this the short comedy routine of aspie I'll play in that later. That sounds awful. Um, Maybe yeah, that's like, what we do now. We're just a dreams podcast. We're just a dreams podcast. We, we play dreams every week. We just fucking review dreams from now on. Uh, <laughs> it's a good idea. I don't hate this idea. Um, but yeah. It's, um, it's just a fascinating fucking like, effort uh, from Medium Molecule. The amount uh, that they've given, like the amount of um, I guess power they've given players to create is just yeah spectacular amazing um, so yeah I uh, I wholeheartedly recommend it because yeah it just goes way beyond anything I, I expected here mm. uh, here's my play later cue at the moment it is this Kubrick which I just added uh, I thought I just had, oh, maybe it's a little bit delayed. Um, I added um, asparagus stand-up. Uh, I've got turn left duck. I have no idea what the fuck that means. I, I don't remember how it got onto my list, but whatever. Uh, five finger fillet and bowling with guns, uh, <laughs> which I assume they'll all be fantastic games. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worth getting hmm yeah do you, do you know how they're handling like copyrighted stuff because i know that that's the thing i've seen a lot of the last couple of days is people um no creating idea. like here's a sonic game i'm looking and at people being sonic like this is better than any sonic game that's been <laughs> released in the last five years yeah i'm looking at sonic the hedgehog the movie uh version point one re-release <laughs> uh and yeah um I have no idea how they're going to handle that stuff. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's, I, um, I a saw a... easy way to report content and stuff. So. I saw a video going around uh, of a robot sculpted face. Like, the, it looks like something out of um, like Ultron from, from uh, right. Avengers. And someone yeah. had tied up the lip syncing to the microphone on the controller. And it's this person 
testing it for the first time and be like oh my gosh it works really well <laughs> and this this robot is like talking its mouth is moving uh, yeah there's just a lot going on in that game it's it's wild yeah yep it's pretty cool definitely um, worth checking out yeah do you think you're gonna try and make any games maybe uh i did think that i could probably make the fog adventure game Mm. in dreams uh <laughs> i think it might actually be a halfway decent platform for it if you can record your voice and stuff yeah it might actually have some potential oh yeah you can like share assets and yeah i don't know if you can share builds and like work on a build collaboratively it seems but... it look it looks like you can yeah but yeah uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make one. Uh, it might be... It, it, there's a significant hurdle to starting. And if, if, if this had come out a month ago, yes, 100%, I would have I would have had a punt. But now that there's work, uh, <laughs> there's work to be done. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's something... I don't know. Maybe Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone will take another fucking six weeks to release, and uh, I'll tire of Apex and I'll just go make fucking. (laughs) Go make your own. Instead of playing Battle Royale games all the time. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Uh, What about you? Are you going to make one? I'm I'm thinking about it. Because I I just finished the the Medium Molecule game. I think it's the one that everybody gets Arts Arts Dream. Arts Dream, yeah. Yeah, so I just finished that one this morning. Um, and I've, I've sort of jumped in and played a couple of like you just browsing what other people have made mm. uh, but I want to check out like some of the other Media Molecule games as well and then have a look at the tutorial for building your own game and see how how it is because it's very different to jumping into a tutorial and having a developer next to you being like oh this is how you can do it like <laughs> we'll see um, but I definitely want to yeah, jump in and see what I can do. So yeah. I'll awesome. check it out. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's pretty safe to say this is this might be the first game of the year contender for the year. Like, I think it's going to be up there. I mean, I think it's so... Like, I haven't played Art's Dream. I don't know if that really plays into a person's opinion hmm. of this game either. Like, I don't know if it's important to play Art's Dream. Like, what, how do you? How would you even fuck up? Like, how would you review this game? Yeah, yeah, no it's idea. weird to review, right? Because it's what more a like a fucking prospect. It's, it's more like a platform, right? Like, I suppose you'd review Heart's Dream, and then the creation tools, and then I, like, I, I just don't know. I don't think there'd be any value in critically analyzing Heart's Dream, because mm. it is. It'd be like reviewing Doom 2016 wholly on SnapMap. Right. Know? Like, oh, uh, well, SnapMap is good, but it could be better 6.5 out of 10. Or something like, or yeah, reviewing Black Ops 4 entirely on zombies. Uh, 
love COD Zombies, blah, 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 blah. Here's a thousand words on COD Zombies. Uh, Two thousand words on COD Zombies. Oh, yeah, there's a campaign in multiplayer I don't give a fuck about. Right? Like, it's it'd be so narrow a vision of what they made that I'd, or fuck Underlords right it'd be reviewing Underlords and not t- talking about fucking Knockout at all or not talking about duos at all or like not talking about fucking the upcoming single player like only talking about Standard I mean I guess technically Standard is the Dota, Dota Underlords game right mm. but it is not the entire. It's not even close to the entire package. So yeah, it's. I but on a way grander scale, if like fucking, like just so yeah, I don't know. It just I do not envy people who have to fucking review dreams because yeah. I don't like know what does dreams look like in six months? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what is that game in six months? What's what's that game in fucking a year? People were still making little big planet shit. Like Little Big Planet One shit, years after Little Big Planet Two came out and stuff. Like, yeah, bananas. Anyway, it's if you got a PlayStation, I think it's definitely a must-have in my opinion. Like at the very least, uh, there's that. It's, but yeah, I don't think I'd buy a PlayStation uh, for one unless you know when the PlayStation Five launches and. Like all, all the PlayStation 4s go on fucking mad sale. Maybe it's worth it then. But, uh, yeah, otherwise... No, if you've got a PlayStation, definitely get Dreams. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Do you know how much it is? I'm just trying to find it. It's not a fully priced game. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. No so, idea. it's... Anyway. Uh, you, you can use your um, move controller as well to sculpt things and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I haven't checked that out, but maybe I've got it here somewhere. Have a look. Uh, anyway. I would have to dig deep to find them, and I don't even think you can buy them half the time. They always sell out <laughs> really quick. Yeah. wonder how the battery lasts on it. <laughs> if there is a battery on it anymore. Um, Alright, we'll probably talk about that more, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Next week as well. Alright, uh, so that was Dreams. Rainbow Six Siege Invitational 2020 that wrapped up over the weekend Um, we got a chance to watch the grand final match which was between Space Station Space Station and Ninjas in Pajamas Um, so this whole tournament used the double elimination uh, tournament format which meant that if you were in the uh, main event and you were beaten by another team you would get a second shot uh, which turned out to be a good way to do this tournament because ninjas in pajamas got knocked out the very first game in the quarterfinals and then proceeded to win every other game after that to get back into the grand final uh, it just kind of shows that that uh you know you can have an off day sometimes yeah <laughs> and still be an extremely good team yeah uh, or just maybe even being unlucky, maybe being put up against the team that potentially could have won, or, or yeah, who knows? But uh, yeah, I've always asked them about a double elimination bracket, and it's good to see them move that this year. I think it's a much better, much better format. Um, one thing that they did do in the final match though was they gave an extra point to the team that made it through upper bracket, 
yeah. which is an interesting choice. Um, I know that's something that uh, Dota was doing back in the day, but they no longer do that. They they now have like the best of five, and uh, it's just the first team to win three, and then you're in. Um, so so Space Station actually before the game began already had a point, so they only needed to win um, two games basically. Whereas Ninjas in Pajamas needed to win three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, pref- I I think the upper bracket finalists should have an advantage, in my opinion. Um, the, I think, you know, it works as an incentive to, uh, or disincentivize look, dropping to the lower bracket. Uh, sure. So from that perspective, I think it's good. But um, is, is, is the, the advantage of being an upper bracket the uh, getting a day off? getting an extra day of of watching the potential teams that are playing and strategizing against them um is, do you think that's not like enough of an upper hand uh i i don't think it is to be honest i don't think it is enough of an upper hand really i mean this it's a bit of like there, there is actual like momentum lost in those situations as well like there there could be an argument to be said uh to be made rather that um that ninjas in pajamas picked up momentum um while playing all those lower bracket games like maybe maybe upper bracket you know what what do you skip you skip two games so maybe you can hide some strats hmm. but that is about it uh and yeah, like that's that's still not much of an advantage. I, I I don't mean. I think I think one point is is worth it. I mean, it's it's not so overwhelming. It's not like they only needed to win one map. They still needed to win two maps to win it all. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess from the perspective of this one in particular, mm. with. NIP winning the first two maps pretty convincingly. Yeah. The fact that SSG then won two maps, it does feel a little bad that we didn't get the decider, the actual decider. Um, But at the same time, would that have meant that the whole thing came down to that one map? I don't know. There's, There's a lot to it, right? Like... There's, I think there's going to be a flaw with any system, right? Like, there'd be arguments against any way you went about it, right? Like, do they go full fucking fighting game championship and erase and go for, like, if, if the lower bracket wins, the loser's bracket wins, they, like, the they do another best of five. Yeah. Or, like or, or you have like the uh, the upper bracket gets to pick the first map or you know they've got the advantage by having the most home games per se like they play home uh, first map and then they play third map and then it comes down or decider they, they pick the decider as well I, I yeah that's pretty good I don't hate that I mean I guess yeah there, there would be that that would be a pretty big deal um Provided you know you can still ban out certain maps, obviously. But mm. yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I hate that. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a bummer. Like I don't know. 
it's it's tricky, right? It was it was still good, although we didn't watch the fucking last map. Yeah, last map was was bank. I legitimately switched it off and went and watched basketball because I don't yep. want to watch bank. I think it's a fucking terrible map. So it's every time it's a bad yep. map. It's not a good spectator map. Yeah, and they're I, not changing it either, which is blowing my mind. Um, is it not getting a rework at all? No. That is fucking. Bananas. They're f- focusing on the other maps. What's the What's the first one getting a fucking rework? Oregon. Yeah. That map doesn't need a rework. What the fuck are they doing on Oregon? Making the fucking tower bigger or some shit? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, the whole way the tower. Who fucking gives a fuck? That's fucking crazy. That map doesn't need a rework. Like, it might be the best map in the game. Like, in terms of balancing, maybe not my favorite map to play, but I've never felt like I could, off the top of my head, I cannot think of a single fucking site on that map that is in, like, how the the fuck is... The town, yeah, right. Maybe, maybe, sort of. No, well, well, you can still get in the other room. Like, I don't, I don't like the maps where you the bomb sites are li- literally in an exit or an entry of the the place. Like, uh, um, that one's got two because basement is like an actual map, like an area you got to try and defend. Whereas tower is like you you blow the door open and you can just plant in the the door. Um, same as the other one, um, kitchen slash lounge room. <laughs> uh, yeah, like this consulate has the the main area with the, um, the I don't know the hallway with the circle desk. Like you can blow the front door away from that and plant in there. Like there aren't a lot of maps that do that, but Oregon's got two that I can think of off the top of my head, like straight off the bat. Like maybe you need to move that somewhere else, like in a different room. I, I don't think it's that hard to defend. Like, I... I've... I don't, I, I don't know. I would love... I'd love to know what the pros think of them reworking Oregon. Because I don't think they have a problem with defending that site. I mean, I don't think it's their favourite site. If it, like, I agree, it's probably the weakest of the sites on Oregon. But, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't think they have a problem defending it. There are so many fucking options to defend it. There are so many ways to defend it that, yeah, it just feels weird. I mean, you... It's not like you can do the door plant strat without first clearing out the entire rest of the fucking map. Like, this. <coughs> Sorry. There's so much fucking prep work you have to do to... Oh my god, I think I just fucking twisted my neck or some shit. Um, some sneeze yeah holy shit like my arm hurts afterwards fucking hell anyway um yeah I think there's so much prep work you have to do before you can try that fucking door plant um mm. and like there's still you then still have to breach and get in and do the fucking plan like there's a lot of work that goes in it's not like it's an easy one it's not like fucking yacht where like the upstairs the like what do they call it the ship control room I don't know sure um that that one with the yeah there's like two doors you can fucking you can play it on that side so fucking easy uh from the right hand side once you once you breach it 
Uh, and there's so little anyone can do about it because what the fuck are you going to do about it? The only, like, there's hardcover everywhere and um, the only non-hardcover is a hole in the fucking floor that requires a ladder to climb back up out of which leaves you vulnerable for two and a half seconds while you're getting the fuck back up. And that particular fucking route, like, if you're a defender on that site and you fall down that hole, your options are to climb back up the ladder or to run for fucking 40 seconds to get back to the fucking, like, to the hallway to get in. Like, that that site's... Oh yeah, I don't even understand how fucking Oregon is getting a rework while fucking yacht exists untouched like how the fuck uh insane anyway yeah also they're not making stadium a regular map which annoys the fuck out of me because stadium is amazing right i love that map yeah um so yeah year five the end of year five we've got uh, oregon rework which will be coming soon plus two new operators uh then season two will be two new operators and a house rework which they showed off a bit of that looks pretty pretty good yep I'm a fan of house it's a uh, yeah it's a fun game fun map to play um season three will be uh one operator which is a leak that was picked up a little while ago yeah um so they're moving over to one operator uh and they're gonna be rework. doing sorry an operator rework yeah oh, is it I believe yeah Oh, is this the Tachanko? Uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure he's the first one getting reworked, yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, Skyscraper is getting redone on top of that. And uh, then after that, another new operator and then Chalet rework. Um, and then they've, they also showed off Year 6. But again, don't really know much about that. It's just again uh, like one operator per per season, bunch of probably reworks. It sounds like they're not doing new maps unless they, I don't know, really want to throw one in there. Um, yeah. But otherwise, the uh, two new operators for this season, we got to look at them, and I don't have them up on my screen at the moment, so I don't remember what they are. Oryx Onyx? and Iana. Okay. Oryx? 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 Whatever. Uh, Oryx is a dude who can run through walls. Yep. Um, so he's basically... He's a 2-2, runs through walls, uh, and can climb through hatches. That's um, huge. Yeah, that one's that massive. Is, that, that, yeah, that's fucking huge. Uh, running through walls is um, kind of shit. Does it cost him ten fucking health uh, mm. when he when he collides with something? Which uh, I I just I don't know. I just don't think. I, I think that's too expensive. Uh, a health cost, uh, except for he can also dash into a Monty, a shielded up Monty, and then um, bust that motherfucker down. So he is basically a hard counter for Monty, which I think is good ish hmm. you know like I think it did need to exist you could bait also, teams into that right you'd be like oh, I'm picking a Monty and then six pick it to something else oh 100% <laughs> yeah that'd be good um, 
yeah, because I don't think he has... Uh, like, I'm just trying to imagine... Um, well, yeah, I just don't think he has that much utility on a lot of maps. So that'd be a really good fucking bait out. Like, the climbing of hatches is absolutely huge. Uh, and really, it's weird that he's a 2-2 who is clearly a Roma. Like priority one Roma yeah um, two two Roma is, is just odd in my opinion um, but I don't know like is the other chick a fucking isn't she a two two as well she's two two yeah it's that's I think it's the fucking eighth operator they released who's a two two uh, like this two 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 and then last one was two 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 uh, and then before that was... Oh, no, it was Warden. Um, but still, like, the, before that was 2222. Like, yeah, it's just... I don't know, you fucking... I know it's hard to balance 1-3 or 3-1, but shit, you could have a fucking punt, couldn't you? Especially for a dude who's supposed to be basically anywhere but the site. Hmm. Weird. Um, he's got some... Uh, like good weaponry he's got that fucking pistol um, what's his face has Maestro has the bailiff uh, he's got an mp5 and a shoddy uh, yeah. for when he I don't know doesn't want to run through a wall I guess um, but yeah I don't know climbing through hatch is about is about it. Uh, it it is a huge one and I have thought that we should see something like that ability for a while and it's yeah. like obviously what's a face can do it um, uh, uh, starts with A Zipline chick oh, Zipline chick Ash <laughs> uh, Zipline chick whatever the new I don't one. remember I don't know she's, she's good fun uh, yeah. she's hilarious one, but not that much utility uh, and then Yana hmm. uh, it's Mirage uh, yeah some control <laughs> yeah basically um yeah, she uh, she's a two-two, shockingly, and um, yeah, she can send her, she can send a remote-controlled holographic version of herself. She's, it's basically another drone, but it's a drone that can't be mozzied, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, and it sounds like a player, um, and yeah, I think it's just a, it's a very interesting. Uh, character, I just I, I don't know. Her weapons are the G thirty six C and an Arx two hundred. I don't know who else has the Arx. The yeah. G thirty six is a pretty good weapon. Um, she's got frags and smokes. Um, she can't fire while she's a holograph, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like it just seems weird. Um, she can bait C fours. That's about it, right? She can bait C fours. And give away but like, any positions. As soon as people see her, then they're not going to see for her, right? Yeah, like yeah, she can give away enemy positions, but yeah, like I don't know. She also doesn't have like while she is a she's not a mozzieable drone. She also sure. can't access a lot of the areas that a drone can. You know, she doesn't... She can't use drone holes. Right? So, yeah, 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 like... 
which complicates things quite significantly. She can't uh, shoot on melee, so like a barricade stops her. Like she becomes useless with a barricade. Hmm. That seems. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I just I these these are two of the weakest fucking operators I've seen since I guess Warden really like I still don't understand why Warden exists but um yeah I think he's getting a buff maybe I don't know yeah um, I don't know I think I think Oryx is gonna be an interesting pick like just a really interesting Roma like you could have uh, that that's an on-site Roma that you could just move around and be like alright now I'm gonna move him up on the top floor and then that's something the other team has to deal with like, could you imagine if you've got a team that's clearing the top floor and then they start working their way down the, the, the next floor and you just jump up into a hatch and go to the third floor again? Like, you're just yeah. wasting time. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be devastating for the APAC teams. <laughs> yeah. They and they another two run out of time again. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I'll have to see how you guys take it for a spin. Uh, mm. Speaking of, uh, you know, I'll need I'll need something. I'll need uh, someone to play as on defense because they're fucking ruining my boy Legion. That's a ruining the shorts boy. It they is nerfed him hard. This is a really big nerf for a guy who I feel like didn't see that much play. I mean, especially in the pro scene. Like, I mean, he was definitely picked. Don't get me wrong, but like, has CGG got their fucking stats up yet? Because uh, they usually do the full stats of the, um, like the info, infographs and things like that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Most picks check. and all that kind of stuff. I have a squiz. I do they not got think player that. stats, but not like. Yeah, right. Infographics. Yeah, just player stats. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't think... I do not think we're going to see uh, my boy Legion overrepresented. <laughs> um, I'm just having... Like, even on the player stats, he's, he's not getting a lot of fucking rep time. We got fucking... BDS has three players whose most used defender was Smoke. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Three of them all using Smoke too much. Uh, Dark Zero. Dark Zero appears to be the only the only team that made the top eight who picked Legion enough for it to be a most picked player. Uh, most picked operator. Uh, that would be that's skies on dark zero is the only fucking one like yeah feels like a bit of a fucking dick move guys to fuck with the guy who's wearing shorts just because people can't handle all his fucking like he's so easy to counter too just fucking kill him you know you just fucking kill him early and then you don't have fucking lesions all over the place he's in the corner hiding somewhere throwing definitely I'm definitely in the corner hiding somewhere Throwing fucking another another fucking lesion at the yeah. doorway that that you so that you walk through the doorway, you get 
you get the fucking lesion, you're like, fuck, and you duck back out the door, and then you pull it out, and then you walk through the door again, and you get another one. That, <laughs> that is my entire fucking game plan. I want you to walk down a hallway, like that scene um, when uh, Sideshow Bob is, like, just keeps stepping on rakes. That's what, that's my dream. That's my lesion dream, is people just walking on a fucking never-ending set of rakes. And they're mm. ruining it. But yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, he's getting a huge nerf. Uh, there's no longer an initial tick of damage uh, when, you, when you step on a lesion mine. Um, the first tick does 50% more damage, but still. Get the fuck out of here. 50%? It's yeah, it's from 4 to 6. Okay, yep. Uh, and he can't see them through walls. He now needs line of sight to be able to yeah, see his that's brain, which is that's that's fucking shit. Like the whole point of him, like it's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, he was really useful as information. knowing where someone is, like it's information. Yeah. Like they didn't have to stand on it; they'd shoot it out, and you'd still know it was gone. Um, so yeah, it was pretty fucking. It's a bummer. It's a bummer that they're done in like this. I don't think yeah. he gets picked anymore. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a try. I still like his gun, but yeah, I don't think I don't think he. I mean, unless you use them in one room, like you just sit in a room and just throw them everywhere in the one room, so you can see them. Yeah, all. like it does sort of. He was I could sort of half roam his legion because he was quick enough that he didn't need to stay on like 100 percent on site. Hmm. Um. But now, yeah, you kind of, you're not very incentivized to, you're basically an anchor, 100% anchor, which sucks. Um, there's, they're doing other stuff. Twitch, Twitch's drone has been buffed, basically. Yeah. Um, she has unlimited drone shots now, but they only do one damage, uh, which is going to make being killed by a Twitch drone that Mozzie stole even more embarrassing. Uh, which is obviously perfect which is exactly what you want um and uh yeah 30 second recharges so that's good yeah um but yeah it's it's it just means that she is like the drones use far more as utility as opposed to what i use them for which is harassing um because it, it's funny um, but it also means, yeah, stealing a mozzie drone, uh, stealing a Twitch as mozzie, isn't it? It's a slight nerf to mozzie, really, because it was a huge get before, and now it's not that big a deal. Um, and everyone's getting fucking frag grenades. See this shit? Uh, Ying's got frags now instead of claymore. Nox got frags instead of claymore. Maverick's got frags instead of stun grenades. And Doc, Dockaby has stun grenades instead of Franks. Um, right. It may, I think that's a huge fucking buff to Maverick, if I'm being honest, because you can really, really open up a fucking site on the sly as Maverick and now just Throw pop a, a fucking grenade through yeah, and do some fucking heavy duty damage, uh, which is pretty huge, a big deal. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah. The rework to. Um, the map and that's about it right yeah I think so should be good um, they're adding in a 
like a player report system or not a report system like a player what do you call it like reputation system okay yeah they're developing that so that um, players will have yeah positive or negative reputations for being cunts in game which is pretty cool and yeah that's about it awesome yeah um yeah i'm just looking at these infographs uh there's yeah a lot of smoke a lot of smoke picks um yeah Shiko, which is the guy i was talking about he's the he was the highest rated player it looks like from the event right. uh but his team got knocked out in the uh lower bracket but maybe he just needs to find a better team <laughs> I don't know. it was also his first major event um, but yeah, he was going off like he's such a good player. This is the yeah. guy that got accused of cheating and got banned yeah, for yeah. a year and a half. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I thought it was a good event except for Bank. Like, just don't like Bank. Don't like Bank. Switched it off. I don't know who won. I think I messaged you guys to find out who won. Yeah. I just can't be bothered. It's such a boring map. That downstairs plant is not fun and, it's the and same they always thing. go to it they always go to it and it is literally the same thing every fucking time they go to it on both sides and it's so dull yeah. um, I think I was saying when they did that um, that limited time event uh, the tie in with the Netflix show right yeah do you remember that uh, yep, and yep. it was on bank and literally they didn't like they didn't do it as unranked they just did it as ranked style and so oh. teams could literally pick bank uh sorry vaults over and over and over and over again and that was like i played maybe twice and i'm just like well if we're just doing vault again fuck it i'm not going back in i think yeah. fuck, i don't want to see vault oh yeah i don't mind the other sites it's just yeah downstairs so so uninteresting and that's where the majority yeah. of the plants go so 100 percent. yeah yeah all right, should we uh, keep... We sort of went into news, but yeah. keep going? Yep. Um, uh, VGC reports that Call of Duty Warzone is due in March. Um, VGC is a part of the Gamer Network. Um, they do sites like Eurogamer, US Gamer, um, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, I think is one of those as well. Anyway, there's a bunch. Um, yeah, so we were kind of hanging out for this Call of Duty Battle Royale game and it was sounding like it could have been this week uh but then it was a report that came out saying it's not this week it is going to be early march so we've got at least another two to three weeks left until this is possibly dropping they're they're estimating they don't actually know but they're guessing it'll be on uh, the 10th of march at this stage yeah uh, which you know i don't know man i just want this game out already it's driving me nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I I cannot understand why it isn't out already. I just they have literally pissed away all their hype already. Like people are still going to jump in day one, right? There's mm. no question about that. They're going to get a huge uptick of playtime from people, but like there is there was there was this moment when people were like holy shit it's like look at the fucking intro to like and it was it was there were news articles and shit like mm. that was the time to fucking launch it 
right? That's how you do an Apex style launch is when everyone's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, oh, all these streamers are talking about something. Um, Bang. Oh, and it's out right now. And you're like, holy fuck, what? And yeah, that was the time. At the latest, right, was Tuesday this week, I think, was the, the latest that they could have done it and gotten away with it. March 10 is too fucking late. It's yeah, it's a month after late. they dropped the teaser trailer. Exactly. Like, what's the point then? What's the point at that point? You know, like, that is... It feels so much like Firestorm. It feels so much like Firestorm. Mm. Like, it'll be... I mean, it's literally the same... Pretty much the same dates, right? Same... Yeah. Except that the difference is that they announced Firestorm as a thing that was coming... Yeah. and a part of the product whereas every time we've asked them about Battle Royale they were like they oh, to speak we're not doing anything or we're not talking about anything like we don't know what you mean um, yeah. even though it's been leaked since a really long time now yeah mm. uh, yeah and, and like the litigious efforts to shut down any chatter about it as well just yeah like what are you doing guys that's a that's a thing I'm pretty annoyed about is that um people content creators have been covering the leaks and they're getting DMCA'd on like YouTube it started off on YouTube um and, and these are people that either got sources in the development scene or the game itself is letting is leaking a bunch of this stuff assets um people are getting into the map through bugs not not through any fault of their own just they're getting kicked into the games um, or lobby screens and posting about it and sending it to people and then Activision yep. going after these people and DMCA yep. their content and now they're doing stuff on like they're DMCAing Twitter posts as well like stopping yep. people from posting it uh, like that is nuts could you imagine if that was like a polygon or something like what, what what's Activision going to do What's that legal precedent on this? You know, yeah. what, what what legal right do they have to DMCA someone if they accidentally wind up in a portion of a game that they're not supposed to not supposed to be in? It's not mm. the game put them there, right? Like in most of these cases, the game it's not like they were fucking hacking their way in. Yeah, like they pay for the game. That's it, right? I'm sure there's some shit in the fucking user agreement we wouldn't stand up in Australia um we got pretty fucking good protections here you'd be fucked because you're in America now but uh <laughs> yep. I don't give a fuck over there but uh yeah over here yeah I, I don't know man it's it's pretty cooked um they're being real dicks uh but yeah it's some it's that's also not helping the hype situation either like because it's sort of just a reminder that Activision are kind of a big evil. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. They're just fucking. They're fucking this one up so hard. And yeah, yeah I'm just feeling Firestorm Two, Electric Boogaloo. Like, right. It's it's coming. But I'm also gonna play the shit out of it. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, we're gonna play the shit out. Of it. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. I just would rather it be out now as opposed to four weeks from now it's yeah. just like they've done such a bad job of marketing I'd be so pissed all. if they release it next week alongside fucking Underlords it's going to be real upsetting to me <laughs> um, yeah. yeah 
All right, uh, what else do we have here we can talk about? Um, PAX East is next week. And uh, we've got some news this morning that Sony has pulled out of PAX East due to the coronavirus, um, citing health yeah. concerns. Which I think is not the first or well, it's not the last time I'm going to be hearing about this. I think we're going to see a lot of companies uh, yeah. pulling out of conventions coming out. We've got E3 coming up, yeah. um, who released their exhibitor list last week. And that is only a couple months away. Uh, we don't know where things are going to be going with this coronavirus. So it's potential to have a huge impact on gaming events moving forward. Um, yeah. I think uh, this definitely won't be the last time we hear about this sort of thing. There's stuff being can- like there was a PUBG event that's being cancelled. Um, yeah, as well. It's uh, yeah, and like the hockey, hockey, ice hockey's not going to fucking like it's 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 all over, right? Like people are shutting shit down, which is crazy. Um, it's it's a big deal, which I think makes it feel a bit more real than it has so far hmm. I mean I don't leave my house most days so it's not really that big a deal uh, never, <laughs> yeah not, and when you do you've got your face mask right obviously but that's for smoke more than uh-huh. anything my wife did I, I showed you my face mask didn't I yeah my I wife so. my wife bought me a face mask when the smoke was going on and uh, did, I talk, did I tell you I tried to wear it outside once and uh, I, I nearly died because I can't fucking breathe when this thing is on. I don't, I don't know if it's just not good. Or That's how it works. Just... It stops the smoke from getting in. Yeah, it stops all fucking everything from getting in. I'm sitting there breathing my own fucking carbon dioxide and trying to work out why I'm fucking feeling high as fuck mm. and uh, hallucinating. It's because I'm dying, Squirtle. Um, anyway... Uh, I'm sure that was a fun piece of audio for everyone at home to listen to. Uh, that's what we do on the cap. We're revolutionising. There we go. Every day is another revolution. I'm pretty sure I actually. <laughs> did um, yeah. And that's about it. Yep. Next one is TFT hits mobile. Team fight tactics. Uh, Team fight tactics is out on mobile. So you know we love our auto battlers. And uh, yeah, Team Fight Tactics is now available on mobile in certain regions. I have it installed. Uh, I can play it, uh, but um, I can't get my uh, last pass on my fucking phone to work. Oh, okay. So you don't have passwords. I've got a extremely complicated Riot Games account password. Mm. My choices are to reset the password, in which case I'd have to reset it everywhere, or just get last pass to work and so yeah I just have to get last pass to work um it should be working I, I don't know what it is something wrong with the fucking fingerprint scanner uh once I get that working I'll, I'll play it I'll talk about it next week I'm sure um it's uh it's pretty cool uh they have finally made it the mobile uh, it's one thing I, I've said from the get go is if your auto chess game isn't on mobile you are doing it a disservice uh, it's like I don't think mobile is the perfect platform for 40 minute long games necessarily but the gameplay itself lends itself so beautifully to um, mobile multiplayer so uh, yeah it's definitely 
it once you can find that balance it's worth chasing down um and yeah so that's that's the first step in the right direction it's not available to everyone i think uh i think it's not available in every region you have to pre-register and they're releasing in certain regions obviously australia was one of those regions so if you are pre-registered uh you will get a notification otherwise go pre-register on the uh on the play store and uh they'll eventually let you in um which is pretty cool and yeah um what else uh oh yeah and then the, they've announced the next season as well which is galaxies right. uh where some games will take you to certain galaxies uh which are basically like um random modifiers so you'll go to the, one of the ones i was talking about was like the um four cost galaxy where all of the initial starting units hmm. are all four cost uh, they all cost four gold, so you always get one free unit at the start of every uh, TFT round that runs around in a circle. Um, so yeah, you uh, the four cross galaxy you you're guaranteed to get one. Sometimes um, you can miss out in the other ones. You get like a two cost at best. Um, but yeah, no, everyone will get a forecast and it'll be up to you to decide whether or not you, you know, you sell that forecast and um, like start off with like an extra full gold right off right. the bat or if you build a team around that forecast uh, and you'll have to, you know, work that out yourself. And, and yeah, that's basically, that's a cool, cool fucking switch up, I think. It's cool, cool little turn. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And then... Uh, they were describing another one, but I can't remember. It was like, I don't know, certain... Basically, it'll just be like, you know, certain fucking... Ele- uh, no, Elements is the current one. Uh, certain, like, heroes will be buffed in certain galaxies, or certain synergies will be more effective, and you'll have to... It's an interesting idea. Uh, the, the crux of it is to make it... Make games feel less similar, because that has been a pretty common criticism at the moment is that a lot of the games feel very similar and you are like people are just building to the same thing over and over again it's mm-hmm. like uh back uh, back when underlords was in its knights phase and they weren't able to bust people out of knights um they're just trying to shift people from just doing the same thing over and over again yeah which i think is a good idea uh i don't know if specifically powering up uh, certain synergies is necessarily the way to go about it because it tends to give uh, RNG a lot of fucking like weight right if you happen to roll into the right synergy from the get go then uh, you like you just get a massive fucking boost so I don't know if that's necessarily the way to go about it but you know I'm sure they'll tweak it over time uh, and, and work out the best ones to use, the best galaxies, and they can change them up and add new ones or remove some that don't work and stuff like that. So, yeah. It's cool that they're continuously trying to fucking evolve that uh, that game. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and the last one... Oh, I thought there was one more. All right, that's it. That's it. Um, no questions, I don't think. No, tell me questions. Let's go. Okay. Let's hear questions. Uh, but yeah, cool. for next week. I want we questions. could wrap it up then. 
Let's do it. Uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, oh, hang YouTube. On. One, one last thing. Yep. Mountain Blade 2 Battle Lord will hit early access the 31st of March for 50 fucking dollars, which is pretty expensive, but I'm still going to spend it. Because holy fuck. Mm. Mount and Blade 2. I'm very excited. You play Mount and Blade, right? No. Insane game. Made by like this, this like husband and wife team uh, where it's got like this overworld map and you move around and you do like simplistic RPG shit and then when you go in to actually play around it like takes you in all the way in and you're like just one person on the ground and you command a fucking little band of warriors and all this kind of shit and it's good it's good stuff I'm very excited for Mount Blade 2 alright and you should be too yeah I, I was tossing up really close to getting Molson um oh yeah me too I was but like yeah, every time close. I read anything about it <laughs> it seems like the game's broken and like it's really buggy yeah. like the online's not working and like it's not as deep as Diablo uh but at the same time it's apparently made by a team of like 12 or 13 people uh yeah. and what I've seen from it looks pretty impressive so I'm like uh like I really yeah. want to play it but I don't know it's tricky yeah I'm uh I'm in the exact same boat yeah it is yeah yeah, people who seem to be enjoying it and yet at the same time yeah uh it feels a bit early to jump in uh, but yeah Anyway. All right, uh, the gap. Yeah, as I said, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places that you can get your podcasts at. Um, you can also send us an email if you'd like to, the GA Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can do it via our Discord page, the GA Podcast dot com slash Discord. You can jump in there. It's got a bunch of voice channels. You can play video games. You can talk about movies or just whatever's going on. Show us your video clips. You're yep. awesome things that are happening which some people have been doing lately um mm. you can find us on social media facebook.com slash the ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast you can go to our youtube page the ga podcast.com slash youtube and watch the podcast there or you can go to our website which is the ga podcast.com it's got links to all the things we talked about including past episodes of the show if you want to go check them out you can do that and uh, that's all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support this show you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast help support the show help us pay the bills all that fun stuff uh, thank you to everyone that does that every you're month. the best we thank appreciate you. it and yes. I think that is it you can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie you can go to survivor.com next week I've got some stuff going up actually it'll be uh, it'll be next week I can't, I'm not doing I'm allowed to say when but it'll be next week um, right. keep an eye out for that sort of stuff Cool. Otherwise, have you got anything happening at all? No, I had something fall through. Uh, and so, no, I continue to have nothing up. Um, but I will have something up next week. Um, yeah. Anyway. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah. I, th- I think week. we'll have some stuff to talk about next week. Should be oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, that is it. Thank you for listening. Catch you then. Bye. Bye.